Hello everyone and welcome to the very first panel review episode of Spill Your Beans. I'm joined here today with Max Adams and Zara Trot, two second year film students and very close friends of mine. Today we're going to be talking about the Academy Award Best Picture nominations and sort of going through them, ranking them from worst to best. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Good, yeah, thank you. Good. Good. Thank you for having us. Great. It's <laughs> a great start. <laughs> so I've seen all of them. Max, you've seen seven? Yeah, I've seen seven. Sorry, you've seen five. Yeah, five, yeah. Um, neither of you have seen Promising Young Woman, right? Nope. So instead of talking about that one on the list, since I'm the only one who watched it, I'll just say now it's all right, but a bit shit. It's yeah. got a horrible colour palette and it's, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's fine. It's strange that it won um, original screenplay, but, you know. Um, yeah, all, that is, that, all I mean, good. there's a reason I didn't watch it. I'll say that. It didn't stick out to it me. Didn't, yeah. Not like having a piece of to, But I think everyone who yeah. we've seen talk about it as well didn't really didn't think it was seen yeah. to. Yeah, everyone's sort of reaction were like, yeah, just I feel like quite a lot of people watched it because I saw it on like Letterboxd. Like, I think please. it's one of the more appealing ones. I think yeah. it's one of the more accessible ones out of the um, best picture noms. But I think like generally it's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel I'm missing anything yet. Yeah, I will watch it I will say there's only one film out of these eight that I genuinely like don't like, and this isn't one of them. Um, so yeah, but other than that, um, let's start with, well, I'm going to go for number eight first. My eighth place is Mank. Right, that's not a surprise. <laughs> that is not a surprise. Um, we're going to talk, <laughs> we're going to talk about each film in detail when we've all mentioned that film on our list. So in seventh place, I've got, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Max, what have you got? Judas and the Black Messiah. You got Judas and the Black Messiah, well. right. But okay. I'm not rating, so we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to wait until, we're going to wait until Zara's mentioned that. Um, in sixth place, I've got Promising Young Woman. What have you got, Max? I've got Mank. You've got Mank. Right. Now, you haven't seen Mank, so have you? No, but that's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, well, we'll talk about Mank then. What did you think about Mank, Max? Wow. Mank was an interesting one. I think Mank, the thing is, I mean, it did have a lot, it'll sort of a lot to go up against, because obviously it's, the, um, it's coming after Citizen Kane. Obviously, it's not a direct um, follow-on, but like obviously that film's like... I don't know. It's done a lot for cinema, so it was a big. It was a big competition for me. It just didn't do anything really. Yeah, I think when you're trying to sort of encapsulate the style of a um, of a film like Citizen Kane, which has a very obviously because it's from so long ago, it's got a very distinct style to it. When you're trying to recapture that, you're putting a lot of pressure on. If they just try to tell a straight biopic yeah. of um, Mank himself without all the sort of stylistic choices, it maybe would have been easier but I don't know would it have been better received or worse received or do you think that's actually the one of the only good things about it I don't know I mean for me the the film did have I mean it did do some it did do something for instance I think it the recreation of like the cinematography which obviously links to it winning um the best best cinematography which I'm not sure I agree with but we can get on to that mm. that was obviously interesting because Citizen Kane is partly known for its like it's been known for being a sort of I don't know a staple in like the history of cinema in terms of like how it created this new like yeah. view of depth of field in cinema and it's obviously I can tell you could tell that that would have been brought in for me apart from that the aesthetic felt good but the actual story I just didn't feel like I got anything and like mm. it was interesting obviously it was interesting seeing how it was written but in terms of his character yeah. I just really didn't feel like we got to learn anything it didn't feel like I'd actually at the end of the film I didn't really feel like I'd seen or developed there was no sort of didn't feel like there was much character development it didn't feel like anything mm. really happened for me and like a lot of the context, a lot of what made it interesting was obviously it's set in the history of cinema. We've talked about this, I know, before. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. How like 
well, it's interesting with the studios, how the studios are failing, and the, it sort of talks about that and how this is their film, but you wouldn't really know that. I mean, I know that because I've studied it, but like you're saying, we, talk yeah, about yeah. we don't really get that either. So, Well, I mean, I know, and we're not going to talk about it yet, but I know like Trial of Chicago 7, you mentioned that like, you'd studied in school. Yeah. It? So it's like, there's another level, I suppose, when you <clears throat> already know about the subject matter, that it's, it's sometimes more entertaining, but also sometimes more difficult to really catch your attention and really entertain you because you notice some things that maybe weren't or yeah. were not true or... And that's partly my issue with that is that like yeah, yeah. that whole context I don't feel like it was fully explored like the sort of back yeah. the backdrop of Mank obviously you've got all these things going on with the studios and then you've got his character and obviously it's like jumping back and like forth between um, like him writing it but for me it didn't really feel like it didn't I didn't ever once in that film feel any real emotions whatsoever. yeah and that, that's a problem and I yeah, and I, I do I think get that, I obviously yeah. know it was a sort of hard contender to follow on from Citizen Kane which it isn't meant to be following on but like the spiritual successor it's just. I don't know, for me, yeah, it didn't, didn't, didn't do anything. If you're honestly. trying to sort of emulate something like Citizen Kane, you know, you've got to really make sure every element of it holds up, you know, especially the story, which I thought was definitely the big sort of yeah. downside for me. The style I didn't mind, you know, I, I quite liked. Yeah. Because it wasn't just black and white, but all, all the sound design, and the, the voice and the dialogue, yeah. everything was done as if it was like a 20s like film. And even the framing. Like, the framing very much was very similar to what you would have seen in Citizen Kane in terms of, like, depth of field and stuff like yeah. that. That was interesting. And the performances were really good. I did, The performances were good. Mm. I think, I don't think my issue is with a lot of us. I actually think my issue is with the actual screenplay itself is that I don't know whether, I feel like there wasn't, in my yeah. opinion, yeah. I didn't feel like there was a lot there. Or it didn't make me feel a lot. And the actual story of it, it didn't, almost it didn't feel like it needed to be told. Or if it was going to be told, it needed to be, it could have been more interesting. Yeah. I could have felt like I got to know the character a lot more than I did. Which is a shame, because mm. yeah, I know like, going in, it probably does influence it that you know, yeah, like it's about the writing of Citizen Kane, like a very, mm. very, very important film. That probably does mean that the expectations are set higher, but I do think it could have done a lot better, personally. Mm. Yeah. Zara, you mentioned that it was out of choice that you didn't watch it. Um, what sort of put you off the film, do you think? I just heard that from a lot of people that it wasn't great and I felt like I really liked Citizen Kane so I don't want it to be ruined <laughs> and also I feel like like Max was saying earlier I think the whole point about um like people not really understanding all the context like behind the studios I think it is a film made for people who like film mm, yeah. like people who would know that so maybe that's why it didn't do like as yeah. well or like was as well received because yeah. maybe it's a film for people who know all of this and know how like revolutionary citizen came was rather yeah. than just a normal yeah. audience well i think for me personally like i i didn't you know i i am interested in that sort of era and all the behind the scenes and all that sort of stuff that does interest me but i went in not knowing anything about that era in film and anything about it and I feel like it didn't do an excellent job of really conveying what was happening in that era um you know who we should be feeling emotions for who yeah. like what's actually going on half the time yeah. a lot of it was it is again it definitely has its positives it's not like the worst film of all time it, it just it's the only one out of this list that I just didn't really warm to as much I think just I mean on, on a lot of notes but yeah. yeah I think generally just didn't it didn't, it didn't. It just didn't catch my attention as much as I was really hoping it would. The style was nice; like it looked gorgeous, it sounded really nice. It just didn't really it's deliver too much in yeah. terms of story. And if you're going to do something based on, you know, historical fact, there are many, many stories out there that haven't been told on film that could yeah. have been done. And I know it's a one for film lovers, but even in the film industry, I'm sure there's many, many stories that haven't been told that could have been. And yeah. I feel like this wasn't the most interesting thing yeah. of all time. 
And I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think it deserved the best cinematography one. No, and that's the other thing, yeah. So it won um, best production design and best cinematography. Production design, I think I can see production design, to be honest. I feel like that's always the classic they do in the Oscars. If anything's based in like a, <laughs> a period of time, then mm. like, oh, it's automatically, you know, production design. But yeah. like, I feel like you could have cool production design yeah. in a film set in the modern day. Like, why does it have to always be in the well, past? Yeah, on that on that note, uh, The Father is the one that I want to win that same. category. Because yeah. I know you feel the same sort of yeah, way about yeah. this, because you mentioned it multiple times. It's it, the way that, this doesn't matter how many different sort of areas of space they had, they made it all look almost identical. The flat, the hospital, yeah, no, everything, they made it look... It was, it was, it was, you know, the attention to detail, the production design played a huge part in the actual story itself in representing that sort of dementia. Mm. We'll I mean, get onto yeah. the father, but I think that personally for me, like, that gets more points for me yeah. than something that's going, oh look. Yeah, but it, I think it's the same it's thing. Oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the, the production design didn't actually play sort of a huge role in the actual storytelling, and that's my issue. It's like, yeah, sure, it was cool, it was right, but as you yeah, say, yeah. the father, the reason it was like, it was, was good is because it actually was part of the story. Of course. And with this, yeah. I think cinematography, I, going back to what I said, I think it is impressive, the whole, mm. um, like, re replicating some of the sort of interesting, um, like, sort of style of Citizen Kane with depth of field and the way it was shot. That is impressive. But for me, I wasn't entirely convinced that it was the best shot film. Well, we can get on to what we do think, I guess, later. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, we'll talk about the, the Academy Award, like, categories that these ones won, and we'll just talk about what we thought. Um, sort of generally and I feel like yeah we'll talk about again like The Father and Nomadland in more yeah. depth but I was surprised and somewhat disappointed I think and that's across the board I think with, with us generally I think that Monk yeah. actually won either of these if anything you know what I mean yeah. I think I feel like it could have yeah it, it wasn't it wouldn't it have been my opinion yeah no personally. definitely um, so that's sixth place we're going to bring Zara in now <laughs> fifth place. you can join in you can what's join your in. what's your fifth place pick Zara um, Judas and the Black Messiah Max What's yours? Mine is The Trial of Chicago 7. Oh, um, I think we've all mentioned Judas and the Black Messiah now. We're, we're going to go on to that, but my number five is Nomadland. No. No way. <laughs> really? That is really... Oh, yeah. my God. Wow. Well, what? That's that. Well, yeah. That's surprising. We'll get to that's that. That's a bit of a broad statement. Let me point out that that is number five on my list out of eight, and the only one I dislike... <laughs> that's like, that's quite low down. I just haven't... No, but I, li I really like the top four. Right, we'll, so it's yeah. and I wasn't too. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll about no matter what. First of all, you don't have to convince me of anything. It's opinion, Max. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Right, that's the one we've all seen. One we've all mentioned now. Um, yeah. So thoughts on it? I think it was. It had a lot. It did have some positives. Like a lot, I think there were some really interesting things about. Like I think some of the performances were amazing. Mm. So already, we've already like we'll get onto that. I guess in more detail. But I also think the cinematography. Uh, and parts was really good it definitely wasn't anything super special but i did think it was shot nicely uh in terms of the story uh, it was it was definitely an interesting story that, mm. that needed to be told and uh, interesting that's being told but i wasn't really sure about how it was executed for me it didn't yeah again it didn't really feel like it did much to be honest and out of films i of films yeah. that are able like that sort of or similar films i don't I, I don't feel like it comparably it didn't feel like it did as much i, I felt like it had or at least it had potential to carry a lot of emotional weight, but it ended up being quite a forgettable film. Um, leeching off what you said about um, performances, this did win um, the awards of Best Supporting Actor for Daniel Kaluuya. 
yeah. which is very well done. I can't remember exactly who else was nominated in that category. I know you've got the sheets in front of you, but um, I think that was just an instant win. Everyone guessed that. It was a very um, sort of easy one. Yeah, I can't um, see. I'm looking at them now. And I'm Sasha just... Baron Cohen, not really. Leslie Odom Jr., not really. Um, Paul Racy was pretty good in sentimental, but again, I think Daniel Kaluuya just absolutely wiped No, but he, he definitely, that, that was a deserved one. Yeah, um, it's the obvious choice. It also won song. Best Original Song, but I don't particularly remember the song. I just remember listening to it really? on the evening um, before. Best Original Song. I don't really yeah. like remember many of the no, songs in any no, of the films. No, it was, it was, it was quite, I mean, it was a, it was a very poignant song. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, it was nice, but it, I, again, that, they were the awards that it, it won. Yeah. I don't think you're talking much about the song, but the film. Yeah, it didn't, it, didn't, it, didn't, um, it didn't stick out to me, really. Yeah. yeah. Now thinking about it, I can't really fully remember what yeah. happened in that film. <laughs> and that's, that's what's concerning to yeah. me. I mean, I just remember it being like, it seemed like nothing much. Well, I know stuff happened in it, hmm. but it seemed like it jumped time quite a lot. Like, it, wait, with the film, it just seemed like. I can't really explain it, but it was like a nothing really happened. Like it just mm. went from one bit to another, and then it was kind of just like over. And I was expecting a bit more at the end, like it was gonna, yeah, tell me something more. Well, the way they played the well, again, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but I suppose it is a historical piece, so yeah. it's just history. <laughs> um, but the the shootout at the end mm. in that apartment, it felt like it was yeah. really trying to be like emotionally strong and don't get me wrong that was, that, was the that, best, was a good that was the best part of the film yeah. for me because it was like a good solid ending yeah, that was but the problem was that about half an hour before that I was like right, this could wrap up now yeah also at the end of the film they had like all the like statements of like what happened to people mm. like the mm. you know the characters they were playing were real people yeah. and I just thought like it was went on for quite a while and I was mm. like well why instead of telling us this you could have just like yeah. shown that you mm. know yeah. It, yeah, it just felt very like and it's an interesting. I think that's always a weird one when they do that. It's a common, it either it's works a, well. It's a it common staple work. with like biopic films, though. But I, I don't mind it. But I know what you mean. It kind of did go but on I for quite like a while. I feel like it works in films like doing that. If it's sort of like, oh, the filmmakers sort of come to a conclusion, and then they yeah. they yeah. use those statements to make you think about what you've just seen. Yeah. But by putting those statements there at the end, it didn't really make me think or like. Yeah. learn anything else you know it's not usually a good sign when you're watching the sort of those parts and um, before the credits of yeah. a biopic film you're looking at it and going oh who was that again yeah no, i mean that's it's yeah. usually that's a good sign because i was doing that I can't, well, like, yeah but and it was again yeah i think honest, in my opinion looking back on that film the only thing that reached out was um Daniel Kaluuya's performance. Like, that's the, one of the main things that actually stuck um, out for me. I like the shots though. as well. Though, but, uh, yeah. The, I like some of the shots. Yeah, oh no, it was shot at one mm. point. I do think it was shot. Oh, definitely. Honestly, but. Um, Lakeith Stanfield was also nominated for Best Supporting Actor. It was quite a confusing one because the two main roles yeah. in the film were both got Supporting Actor nominations. I thought he was pretty good as well, actually. Yeah. Um, no, as the sort of informant character yeah. in the film. He was, I, I thought he was quite pretty solid. The performances from them two and the general sort of cast I thought was pretty good yeah. especially yeah. Daniel Kaluuya who I mean I don't know if you saw him um, if you've seen him in any of anything else but he totally transformed oh, yeah, this no. role like I mean he's 
he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a Londoner, Londoner I think. Yeah. He's got a very strong like, British accent. Yeah. And so he transformed himself totally for that role. Oh, and it's, he's, he's it shows. But he is know? always he's always on form, I think. He's one of oh, the yeah, strongest yeah. actors he was in this generation. Get Out. Get Out. Yeah, I haven't seen Brilliant that, but I've got to see it. You need to see it. I've got to see it, yeah. Brilliant performance. But I think, yeah, for me, again, just to sort of summarise, I guess what I think about that one is this solid film, but not very memorable. And as a competitor for Best Picture at the Oscars, I didn't really think that it felt like it had a place there. Especially when there's like eight of them as well. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it would have done something particularly special. I just don't feel like it yeah. did. All that yeah, was, I felt like they fun. could have done something a bit more mm. for it to stand out 100%. a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's understandable. I, I, I want to kind of talk more about it, but I don't really know what else no, to say. Because that is, yeah, is it in... It's, it's the problem. Nothing, itself, like, the terrible about it. Just yeah, like, it just it's just... It's not bad. I mean, I, I'd say, like, if you haven't got anything else to watch, it's pretty... It's, yeah, it's one that you've got... <laughs> you've got nothing to watch. <laughs> yeah, nothing, no. but, I, but again, like, I've put it higher than mine. I'd, I'd say... Well, I'd say watch this. No, but I'd night. probably, yeah, to be honest, I'd... I feel like it's more approachable for general audiences than Mank would It's the kind of film example. I'd suggest to my parents. Yeah? It's the kind of film I'd say, my parents are, oh, what do you want to watch? Oh, I watched this the other day, it's okay, you can watch that. You'll but I wouldn't it. go, I want to watch this with you. No, I, would, I, would I also go, wouldn't You watch really it while I'm not yeah. there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, I'm trying to think of anything beyond that. I mean, No, for me, it's kind of, for me that's pretty yeah. much it. I yeah. can't really, I'm not particularly opinionated on it, which isn't, yeah. I guess, a bad thing, especially yeah. for these kind of films. No. Okay, well, we'll move um, to fourth place. Um, Max, what's your fourth place? Uh, Minari. Minari. Charles, what's your fourth place? Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. Mine is also um, Sound of Metal. <sighs> we haven't... <laughs> <laughs> this is where the opinions is, come out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, not all mentioned those yet, so we'll move straight to number three. Zara? Um, I have The Father. Ooh, that's interesting. Okay, that is an sure, interesting one. sure. Max, what's your number three? My number three is Sound of Metal. Okay, and uh, my number three is Minari. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, we've all mentioned Sound of Metal now. For me, it was four, was it four for you as yeah, well? And it's three for me. Three. Okay. Um, Sound of Metal. What do we think of Sound of Metal? I think Sound of Metal had some amazing things about it, mm. but the reason it is three is that there are also significant problems, in my opinion, with things like the actual plot. I feel like the characters, the way they're introduced, that while like the actual concept and everything, it, I think it is shot absolutely beautifully. The concept is really interesting and the way all of the sound design is done is really interesting. I think that the way the characters are actually introduced is a bit like you don't care about them. Yeah, that much. Yeah. Or I, I felt like I didn't when he lost his hearing. I didn't feel like I was that invested in their relationship. I didn't feel like I was that. Invested I think in that that happened quite early on, and the only thing we had from that film so far was, I don't know. I mean, you could tell they had a nice relationship, but they didn't. They weren't characters that I was going. Oh, I really hope everything no. goes all right. Especially them. when they're doing that sort of scream scene. Yeah, you know, I mean, I didn't feel particularly. Yeah, I mean, it's not really exactly my type of music no. anyway. <laughs> you know, but um, it was an interesting yeah. one because it was a, it was a shame because I would have I actually expected. To be honest, I expected them to introduce him losing his hearing. Because obviously, I knew that was the, the, the plot. The I expected that to happen over time. I was quite surprised when it was, sort of went, and that was mm. it, and it was gone, and it, it felt like it happened so quickly that when well, it happened, that's realistic, though, isn't it? I, mean, I wouldn't. I don't know if that's a criticism of the film if that is how it works. I, yeah, I, yeah, I but, but there's obviously a time before that. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean, yeah. like he, he was like what he was like twenty something years. Mm. What I mean is, it would have been interesting to see or spend more time with him or have mm. it happen slower because I do feel like I didn't feel as, as invested as I could have done. Yeah. Which I, meant that I guess, I wasn't as affected. I guess it felt, the, the, I don't know, I don't want to say it like, 
I don't want to say the opening was style over substance because that's like a very generalized term. But I think because the film started on the sort of them like actually performing, which is always a very nice, you know, it's a very good note to start on. You know, Whiplash had a very similar thing with the, the drum set, you know, yeah. all that sort of thing. It, it's, it hits the audience straight away, it drags you in. I think this film actually would have benefited with some context prior to that because later on in the film, um, when the main character, who I can't remember the name of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, when um, when he goes to is it France? He goes to to see his girlfriend's dad. I can't remember that. Yeah, yeah, no, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, I know he goes. So to so it, it seems like there's a story there. Like yeah. her, her mum's gone, and like yeah. there's not a good relationship with the dad. And it's like you don't know any of that before you go there. And I understand that's what they, I, I, I kind of I feel like we probably need a bit more context for that. And it would have been yeah. nice to have a sort of know a bit more about them before we start the film. I know it wanted to start on this nice... So I don't cool. understand why they like kept it a secret. Like they were very, the filmmaker was very vague about like all his past and his addiction mm, yeah. and like her past and how she like rebelled. But like why, why, why was that, it yeah. like a secret? Like why did they like have to hold off that information from we us? We want to get to know yeah. the characters and the fact that we went, I mean what was weird was you sort of saw the relationship to begin with, what for like, I don't know, I don't screen time probably about 20 minutes, 10 minutes. He goes to this um, this place with the, with the people who are also uh, deaf, and then you see them together at the end. There wasn't any like, well, there wasn't really any like time to actually get to care about that relationship. So at the end, when he goes back to see her, mm. I don't as an audience, I didn't care very much because really? I didn't actually feel I spent more time with him single. She wasn't yeah. in the film for that long. To be she really honest. wasn't. No. So it didn't feel that emotional when we went to go and see her again because we've already spent almost the entire film with him on his own. Mm. So it didn't feel like there was some big emotional moment where he has to like. He has to leave her. I think it's, it's a weird one because, I, again, I would like to make clear, I mean, this is number four on my list. You know, this is like halfway down. Like, yeah. I actually did like the film. Oh, no, same. It's just got some... It's not like things wrong with it, I suppose, but there are a lot of things you can talk about which can come across as sort of criticisms, which is, I guess, what we're doing. Uh, I know you said it was very nicely shot. Yeah. No. I know Zara sort of felt up with that. And I know that... I mean, me and Zara feel very similar yeah. on, that, on that note. I think there's a few... Yeah. I'll let Zara mention it. No, I think it's shot nicely in terms of, like, the landscape and, like, the wide shots of, like, yeah, the location. So nice. Yeah. But I think it's very... When they do the close-up shots of him and, like, yeah. other people, I think the framing's really weird because of, like, the aspect ratio that they used. So it really, like, chops off the characters' heads, yeah. which just looks really awkward and frame. And then in a way, maybe that's why I don't feel as connected to him, because I just feel like I'm just focusing too much on the awkward framing. Yeah. It just looks really yeah. gross. It was, I don't know what it was. Right. Yeah. Well, it was shot in, well, it, it was presented in the aspect ratio of uh, 2.39 by 1, which is like really, almost like letterbox time. Yeah. yeah, like a music exactly. video almost. Yeah. 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 But I'm not sure whether I felt that, I don't feel like it was chopping, I mean, yeah, we, we talked about this, we in watched fact, the film together and we, we sort yeah. of disagreed yeah. at the time. I think it, it, I don't know whether I actually felt that it was chopping off that much. I think when it was, <laughs> it was sort of, the tops of their heads, and I, I, that didn't affect me. I didn't really. I didn't but when really that's, care about that. But when that's being done, that's like that's a bit odd, you know. Yeah. If but that's if, if, that happens all the times in films. Like they, like if you. They no, I know, no, off, I know, I know that. But it's, it's just a strange choice, especially when it's already quite a narrow frame to yeah. sort of prioritize yeah. what from the forehead down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean but that's actually surprising. I think that's actually quite a common technique. I know, but like filming in, with them. In fact, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. I mean, I didn't notice it until Zara mentioned it. But yeah. then when she did mention it, I couldn't yeah. unsee it. So. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I have to say that. Yeah, I might not have noticed it. I don't think general audiences would notice yeah. it all that much too soon. But I think 
if you do, and now that we've mentioned it, I suppose if, you, if yeah, you're listening, yeah. if you haven't seen Sound of Metal uh, and you watch it now after listening to this, if you notice that, then we're sorry yeah. <laughs> for maybe potentially oh. ruining some yeah. of the experience of watching the film. I think they were um, hopefully. I'd like to think they were aware of it. So I don't. I don't. I definitely don't think. They we also, they, yeah, we also are spoiling all of these films, so yeah, I hope you right. have seen them yeah, um, if you want to before listening to this podcast. But um, yeah, so this won Academy Awards for sound and editing. Two very well deserved awards, I think. Yeah, yeah. This is where I'd say, going back to, because we've all been, not negative about it, but I feel like we've been very critical. Sound mm. design, obviously, this was the, the obvious option, mm. and especially that ending was absolutely that ending was fucking beautiful yeah, it was crazy. like it was it was such a good ending the ending was the best bit of the film and i don't mean that in a sort of like oh thank god it's all yeah <laughs> <laughs> the best bit was the credits I, I mean yeah that ending was so well done it was one case yeah. of where you know when you want a film to end and you're thinking is it gonna end now because i don't want it to keep going you know, i was worried it's gonna stretch out it would yeah. be perfect if it ended yeah. now when it does and i was thinking i was thinking spoiler when he's in the house and he's watching um how to play piano mm. and it slow zooms in on his face i thought that was going to end then i thought that's going to be a nice ending that's going to be a nice ending and when it kept going i was like oh no I oh don't know. no I, I don't know if that would have been a nice ending i really? feel that would have well, been I thought so that would have been, right. i, I knew it was going to end there they hadn't had a proper conversation you know yeah. we weren't really sure what was going on with their relationship i think when they sort of talks after, then you really got a sense. Yeah, no, no. Then you really went got to, full yeah. circle. But I was glad. Yeah. I was glad that it continued on. But I was just when I was when it was doing that, I was thinking this is going to end here. Like I thought that was it, and it was going to cut to black, and then that was it. Oh, we know that he like he can't enjoy how I play music, and that's like links to like the relationship. But when it kept going, that actual ending, the payoff, I think mm. it paid off so so well. Specifically under the topics of sound and editing, um, this film did a lot of very unique things with its sound design specifically in terms of being able to sort of showcase um, what that would be like to be yeah. deaf. There's a lot of moments where it was basically silent or incredibly muffled. Um, and when he got sort of, again, sort of spoiler alert again, you know, you probably should have watched it by now. But um, when he gets the sort of um, hearing implant thing, yeah. and oh, it's not perfect, it's, it's yeah, distorted, yeah. it's very mm. metallic. Yeah. Um, I know you pointed out, it's a yeah. great sort of double entendre yeah, title, the title, sound yeah. metal, yeah. But it's that that's like a, a huge thing that the film does that I think is brilliant. I think it works really well. I would, what would be interesting to see, because I watched it with these two actually, and we've got a, a bass speaker in, in our room. And there were these oh, really yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. like bass noises, but I couldn't tell whether that was because the bass was too loud on the film and that was just something, but I thought it sounded really cool. But I was, it'd be interesting to know whether that was actually something that was intended. Well, I, 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 I think it must be intended because you think, I mean, we watched it in our living room, you know, I've got a sort of soundbar with a subwoofer, so it, it yeah. sounded quite heavy. But imagine that in cinema, mm. which is, yeah. must yeah. be what it was intended for. They must have purposefully done it. I know they released it. I know it's been released on Prime, but that's obviously because of COVID. Yeah, um, it, um, I, yeah I, I, I just think it kind of... But it made it me feel so uncomfortable. But the, it was the... Um, I mean, it's always one of weird things when you're sat in a cinema, obviously, when it goes silent, there's always a bit of that like awkwardness. Mm. It's like when you're like... You're sat in silence, and there's a different mm. thing. When you're sat, you're all in your own world. You're all staring at the film, and you're just listening to. It. When it goes silent, then you suddenly it kind of you become very aware that you're sat in a room in the dark, all with a load of people staring at the screen. Like we, I know you had that when we got to yeah, the end. Yeah, I started laughing. Yeah. It was like which was, yeah. I, I kind of I ruined that. the end. Ruined the moment for us. But it was which like, bit was it? Was it right? At, it was, it right was, it right was like silent for a bit guy, too long. And the guy took his hearing things out, and it was like silent, and it was like a really it sort of lingered for a little bit to really make you. Almost appreciate that. Yeah. What did you laugh? At? You just, just, just started. It was really awkward. Awkward. Yeah. 
think that works really well. Like, I was, yeah, I was going to counter. I, I don't know if, you know, personally, I quite like silence in films. I, I like I know, the film. I agree. Can, the film can utilize that. Now, I know it's a very, very, very different example. Um, yeah. But there's a bit in um, Star Wars: The Last Jedi where it goes silent. I don't know if yeah. you have any since you've seen it, but there's a part yeah. where a ship goes in hyperspace and destroys lots of other ships. And it's yeah. one of the best parts from that film, notoriously. Yeah. Like, the, it goes absolutely silent. I love stuff like that. I, I, when, I think it works perfectly. When films can utilise silence perfectly, like true silence, not sort of ambient, not like absolute it, silence, yeah. it, it digs deep. It is, I suppose, depending on the environment that you're watching in, can be a bit awkward, but I actually quite like it. I think that's cool. I think that's yeah. really interesting. I think the fact that you all sort of become completely Unless you want to tell the story, in which case. Unless you the ending like, of the film. It, did, it was like the payoff, wasn't it, for the whole film? Like, the whole film was leading up to that point, yeah. and that was the end. Like, it had to have yeah. that ending. Because it was almost like he realised, like... Yeah. He just had to accept what was happening to him and actually yeah. him trying to solve the issue, like, was just, it, was know, it wasn't yeah. worth it. Like, it would just, he realised he just had to accept it. And it I was. just love how self-aware you become when, again, when it goes silent, is you become so self-aware that you're literally just sort of sat there, mm. which is awkward, yeah, that is, I guess that is an aspect, but I do think that, like, actually emotionally... You know when a film hits you, that's like I feel like that, like the pondering, like in that moment when you've realised you've made that decision. I think that really paid off for me personally. Yeah, and that's why actually, yeah, obviously we've been, well, I think we've all been critical about some stuff. There is issues with this film, but I do think there, are, there, it has it got some amazing, amazing moments. Yeah, I think, I, and I, 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 I do think the cinematography is quite good in it. I think the, the like the colours. And yeah. everything about the work, like that part of it is beautiful. I think the wides are beautiful. I do think, yeah, I don't think the, I do agree there as well. I think they must have been. That would be my prediction. I think, shot on film. I think what I'll say as well, just to sort of add on to it, um, it was a film that was probably 10 years in the making. Yeah. 10 years in the making. It's been so long. And Riz Ahmed has been attached to the project since the beginning, I believe. He's learned American Sign Language, um, you know, from basically from scratch. Really? Um, I believe probably learned to play the drums as well. We might have yeah. some previous experience. Yeah. All for this this role, and I, I must say it was a fantastic performance. His performance was. I don't yeah. think it was worthy of best actor, but no. I think it was. It, it was it was a notable performance which should be remembered and should be seen. I definitely yeah. recommend that people watch this film if they haven't yeah. um, already. I think also, though, I think the screenplay and probably wasn't worthy of giving the performance for best actor mm. yeah because like it wasn't like there wasn't enough there maybe for him to yeah to perform yeah. to get that award i think it, yeah. I, I think it also depends on, on what else is nominated that year as well i feel like yeah it hasn't been a, against yeah he did have a lot to yeah. go up against because again we'll get to this but um Anthony Hopkins and Chadwick Boseman both wiped the floor with the other nominees this year in yeah. terms of best actor, in my opinion. I don't think. And then look, just looking at the sheet, um, Stephen Yeun and Minari was a good performance, but I don't I think there's anything particularly nothing special. special. Um, Gary Oldman in Mank again, decent. Mm, good, but Gary Oldman's yeah. always good. He's always good. He's consistent. He's, but, yeah, he's <laughs> consistently good. Yeah, but yeah, I think it was. But any other year, let's say Anthony Hopkins and Chadwick Boseman weren't up this year. I think. Um, yeah, no, I think Rizal could have had a really good it shot. It was a good one. I feel like it could have been longer. I don't know what that's just been. I feel like, in my in my opinion, it feels like there was 30 minutes missing on the front of the film. Yeah, that's... Well, I, I wouldn't... I think 30 minutes scattered throughout. Or well, maybe scattered yeah. throughout. Because I feel like everything felt a bit rushed. I, mean, there should have yeah. Been, yeah. I think there should have been more at the front, definitely. But I feel yeah. like there was also should have been a bit more at the... Um, 
at the sort of is it house or the school for the yeah. oh yeah that was, that was a really there was, there was really a lot of quick, it was like a montage it, it was, seemed like he mm. almost went from not accepting it and not wanting to be there to automatically being like a part of the group laughing with all the yeah. children learn knowing sign language it's just like that seemed very yeah. quick the, i think one of the big problems with this is it it struggles with um sort of changes in time yeah i don't know how long he was at that yes yeah, that was a weird one and when it i love what the story tried to do because obviously he's had addictions in the past to drugs and stuff so i like the fact that he's come here he's got into it he's totally you know he's, he's tried um he's sort of he's thrown himself into it yeah and he's become part of that community and he's he's becoming you could almost say a, like probably a better person as well yeah. he seems to be more like nice and accepting and, and trying to help he looks at the email um, and he looks at like a website of his girlfriend and then he suddenly sells his, sells his van. He wants to, he wants to get it, wants to get, yeah, it, he wants exactly. to get treatment. And there's a fantastic line which is like you're starting to sound like an addict again. There's a fantastic yeah. story in that of, you know, him and his addictions. Yeah. But the problem with that is the time... So the change in time. I don't know if he was there a week. I don't the know if he was there. That was an interesting six thing, right? Because I think the hair, yeah. there was two years. Right? Mm. I think that was actually implied, if I remember correctly, at the end. That she, he'd been there. Was I his hair, that. his hair, well, obviously he's, he's got dyed hair in the film. And this was a bit of a confusing, because I assumed that yeah. there was a long period of time. It was weird, because his hair was obviously dyed in the exact same way for the whole film. Mm. I, don't, I don't know whether that just, I remember we say, it was yeah, confusing, because, cause I was like, because it feels like it's been ages, long, but he looks like he hasn't It aged. feels the character development has been like two years, but it feels like physically he's been there two weeks, mm, which, yeah. <clears throat> which I, I didn't think that worked, personally, yeah. for me. I think, again, again about the hair, yeah. like, he had the same hair throughout the film, and it was dyed hair, yeah. clearly dyed hair. It wasn't like because we know. Like, you know, you know what it's like to keep up dieting. That was so quite yeah, it's quite difficult. And if I, you know, but the thing is, like, it's <laughs> <laughs> with him especially though. It's like you can see it's very clearly dyed hair. So either yeah. he's been there for two years and he's been cutting it and dyeing it in exactly the same way, exactly. <laughs> and that's his priority. But the thing is, that was never specified. So you just there's a real confusion about how yeah. much time he was actually at that house, and I think that actually takes away from it because that impact of that line about yeah. sounding like an addict again it would have felt so much more if he had been there for longer and we knew he'd been there for longer so you could actually see sort of he'd done so well I only suggested this he's dropped off and I think that would have been so much more um, impactful I was only suggesting the the sort of target at the start because I do think for me what the film was most missing was giving the audience time to actually settle with the characters before then having it kind of and I get the idea that you sort of yeah the reality is becoming death is random in this case you don't want to give them you don't want to make it look like i i appreciate the fact it comes so early it is a surprise yeah. and maybe that was the point and maybe yeah. the payoff was they wanted to do it so quickly that the audience weren't expecting because i was not expecting it to come that quickly mm. but i do also think the sort of uh the second the sort of issue with that is a double double-edged sword in a way is it like mm. yeah that it did get me with that surprise but i also do think that was the big my biggest criticism of the film was that i do not think the film give us enough time to care about the characters yeah. in a way that made me feel connected to I, I don't I don't particularly like super long films but I, I think this could have benefited from yeah. again like an extra half an hour sort yeah. of scattered throughout just to yeah. really because I, I feel like every part of it even when he went back um, to his girlfriend's dad's house that was and all weird. that sequence that, like, really that feels like a sort yeah. of almost the way they presented it was like this is like the epilogue to the story yeah. this is like him going home yeah. and then he realises actually he's better off not it's being really there she was just, his, he but was it was rich. just kind of it was just kind of like uh, okay you've seen this website right Sold, gone, money, treatment, yeah. gone, mm. there. Oh no, not for me. Right, gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, not, that, quite, yeah. not quite like that, because I do but, think yeah. the ending did work. But I, 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 I do, do agree. I agree that sequence with the dad was one of the worst bits of the film. 
Which is a shame. Which is a shame because it could have been. It should be the yeah. epilogue. It should almost be bittersweet. Yeah. But it yeah. wasn't at all. Mm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, like I had parts of it. I was like, oh, no, I, but that conversation while he was in the bedroom with mm. no, that, was, that, that was girlfriend. Brilliant. And then yeah, you that knew nice. that they both come linked to the end of their relationship, but they were like happy with it because they were there for yeah. each other. Mm. They helped each other out when they needed each yeah. other. And now they had no longer, no but there was no for resentment. each other. I like the yeah. fact there was no resentment and it was just very, it was like very like, yeah, yeah, like bittersweet. Like you're like, oh, okay. But I, I think that the, the, I think the issue with that for me is that it feels almost like it's, the story's got two huge focuses and it doesn't mix them. Yeah. The beginning half an hour, well, the beginning half an hour in the last 15 minutes of the film is about the relationship. The rest of it is about addiction. Yeah. Yeah. And true. coming to terms with that. Yeah. And it's like, it's not that it blends it into two very succinct themes throughout. It's that it goes they're very about the relationship. Very then it's a, yeah. Then it's relationship. Yeah. But she like, was almost distant from it because she had no connection with him when he was actually at this, the deaf people's home. She's sort of like, oh, I'm going to send you here. They say goodbye. She mm. leaves. We don't see her for the entire film, really. <laughs> I mean, she, she appears. She, they have an argument yeah. and she walks out yeah. straight That's into it. a cab. Yeah. <laughs> <But> then, <laughs> I mean, then she's gone. They have yeah. one argument, she's gone. And then what we see at the end, and yeah, obviously at the end, they sort of combine mm. the things. Obviously she's playing music and he he's hearing, he hears the yeah, yeah. sound. That was nice. But it just did, it did feel almost <laughs> like there were two entirely separate things yeah. running along and they just weren't connected in a way that worked. Yeah. Um, on, a, on a final look, because we talked about cinema quite are. a lot, um, because we've been quite critical and because we're getting sort of towards the top of the list now in some of the better films, yeah. do we all have a specific point in this film or a specific moment or scene that stands out as like the best or like a, a highlight personally? In this film? Yes. Yeah. I think there's two different No, it's Mank. <laughs> can I have two? I mean, I, you, you can have two. I, I don't mind going first if you want to have a thing. Yeah, when so you go first, you go first. first. I, my, my personal favourite was the slide scene. Oh, that's an interesting one. That was, that was nice. The, the slide scene. When he's playing drums. Now, because he, oh, he, he sits yeah, at the bottom of the slide with this kid who's also oh, deaf. And yeah. the kid puts his head down to the slide to sort of feel the vibrations. And it's incorporating the drumming. And it's, but it was the most sort of emotional part of the film for me. Like, I really felt that that was him sort of turning a corner. Mm. Yeah. Um, and him really connecting with this kid. Yeah, it didn't go anywhere. But yeah. it's, yeah. it was a, no, it was a, it didn't need to, it didn't need to go anywhere. It was a yeah. lovely moment. Like that but it was, was, yeah, that, that, my personal favourite moment of the film was that. I forgot that was an outline. Yeah, that was a, that, that was a brilliant one. I don't know how to follow that. Cause I know, cause I, for me, <laughs> ah, cause that was, that was a good <laughs> one. Cause that was one I hadn't thought about. <laughs> actually, I think to be honest, actually, Zara haven't mentioned it just before. Mm. I love the ending. And that is obviously, a, that's an obvious one. Yeah. But I actually do think despite the fact the relationship wasn't developed, and I'm not sure whether they actually deserved for it to feel so emotional. I'm not sure they'd earned that moment, but it did work. The moment, yeah, the moment we said before where they were in the bed together, I actually am not sure whether I've seen a performance so good or such a good portrayal of them, just ex or a couple just accepting something being over yeah, and the bittersweet real. emotion that you felt was something very, it really, really hit me then. I don't think, I'm not sure whether they earned it because I'm not sure mm. that, as we've talked about before. But as a standalone scene. Yeah, I did yeah. think it worked beautifully. And that was, to be that probably was my favourite. But I did like the slide one. Yeah. You have, you've sort of, yeah. yeah. Got you. Sarah? Oh, I don't know because I was going to say that one again. Yeah, probably the bedroom one as well. I think that was probably the most emotional moment in the film because yeah. to be honest, I didn't really feel too, not, I didn't feel for him that much because I didn't really get to know his character. I didn't really get to know his love for drumming, his relationship. 
So I didn't really have that connection with him when he did lose his hero. Mm. So I think the only thing I could really like relate to or like see is like that sort of like ending mm. of like a relationship and then sort of deciding that you don't want to be together but having no bad feelings about it. I don't know. Yeah. That was like the only sort of moment I was like yeah. really felt something. I'd agree. That was good. But on the whole, watch it. It's a good film. No, that was a good one. Yeah. I thought we've been quite. I we've we've, 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 we've got more quite... critical the higher we've rated. But them. I think that's good. Though. Well, that's I good because the films have got stuff to talk I about. I feel like right. we're it's more of a debate because like we, I feel like the the closer we get to number one, the more precious we're gonna yeah, get about the films. Number yeah, exactly. One. No, yeah. I know we're gonna. There's gonna be some disagreements to come. Some disagreements to come. And I absolutely look forward to that. And we'll get onto that after the break. After we're gonna be talking about Minari, Nomadland. Charles Chicago 7 and the father. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you all then. So, welcome back to Spill Your Beans panel review. Well, today we're talking about the Academy Awards, as you're probably aware. Um, we just talked about Sound of the Metal for quite a while. <laughs> and we also discussed very briefly Promising Young Woman, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Mank. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Mank. <laughs> Mank. Um, that's going to come out well other way, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah. Second place. I'll kick off. Is it second place or is it third I place? I can't remember. It's uh, second place because... Your third place was Sound of Metal, wasn't it? And mine was Sound of Metal as well. No, mine was fourth. Yours was Sound of Metal. Mine was Sound of Metal. Okay, so well, I'll pretend I didn't order all that. Right, so second place now. Um, I'll, I'll kick it off with Trial of Chicago 7. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, I thought I thought that was coming. Yeah. I thought that was well, coming. It's not going to be first, is it? For me, it was the father. Second place. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a different one. We've got interesting things. Good, I just realised what you got first. Yeah. Right. So, Mom's Nomadland, second. Okay. So, have we all said Minari now, then? No. Oh. Oh, yeah, see, so you've realised. Ah. Yeah. This is what ah. I, was, I was thinking. I, know I was a bit confused. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was going to be. Okay, so, yeah, so basically we'll go straight to our favourite film out of the best pictures of the Academy Awards. And they are all different. All different. All completely wow. different. Well, um, right, well, yeah. Zara, do you want to start with your favourite film? It was, um, Minari. Max? It was the beautiful Nomadland. Mm-hmm. And mine was The Father. Um, we'll start with... I mean, no, it's the second place. <laughs> yeah, it's good there. It was a good film. No, it was a brilliant film. Fair to find <laughs> yeah, right. Not happy. <laughs> um, we'll start with Minari, because I feel like that's the law end for both of us. Well, yeah. it's your favourite. We're yeah. talking about waffling now. You're right, welcome. Minari. Yeah. Um, Minari won Best Supporting Actress, and that's it. Um, deserved. Yeah. yeah. I actually I agree. agree. I agree. I, I thought her performance was really good. She, she was great. She was pretty really great. And the fact that her character in the film went from one extreme to almost an, another extreme because mm. of her stroke. It was, yeah. It, it just showed how like, versatile she is as an actor. Mm. She was so wholesome. with the, All the scenes with the little boy, they were the most wholesome thing. Like, honestly, it was so sweet. But I think she did an amazing job. Yeah. Of, like, really, really making you care, like, mm. about her. On a slightly separate note, before we get into, like, the... Depthy, uh, what's one about? De- what fucking depth? Sorry, I'm going to cut that out. Depthy, what? Right, sorry. Before we get into the in depth film discussion, um, the actress who won the Best Supporting Actress, have you seen um, some of the stuff that's come out of the Oscars around about that? No. Oh, she's apparently criticised Brad Pitt 
who obviously presented her with the award. Brad Pitt was um, one of the executive producers on oh, this, really? and they didn't have enough money really to film this. Yeah, they were quite low on budget. And I yeah, think she made like a passing comment and it was like, you know, where were you on set? Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, oh something along those lines. I love that sass. You know, that's made, yeah, that's made me like her more. There was some, I, there was something in one of the interviews as well. I can't remember exactly what it was, but she was quite a character. Really the Oscars, well. not just in her um, acceptance speech, but in the post. In a bad uh, way or in a good way. In a very funny way, in a very critical of Hollywood way, which I think really? is quite well, good. we have to agree with that. It's minority, yeah. come on. Exactly. It's, it's but like, I, I th- yeah, it was, it, was, it was brilliant. And um, no, she I was going to say, for people who are listening as well, if you haven't already checked those out, those uh, clips and uh, reports and stuff are quite we'll amazing. Have to watch them so. well, yeah. Yeah. I'm interested. They're pretty good. But um, generally, Minari, what did we think about the film? Mm. See, for me, Minari was, it was really, it was an annoying one because I did really like it. But it goes back to the things. There were some. There were some things that sort of ruined, or like had a bigger a bigger effect than I wish they had. The, one of the things I think I started off with a slightly like I don't know. I was at a disadvantage to like this film because I'd seen a trailer where you find down, and this is a spoiler. So if you haven't watched the film, you can probably just skip this. But yeah. When you see obviously um, the older woman burning down the barn, I'd seen that in a trailer or in like a clip thing before watching the film. So I mm. already knew that moment was coming. And it was a shame because I feel like that would have been much more impactful that would, yeah. if I'd actually not seen that. For me, yeah, that was that was one thing. Yeah, I mean, for, I don't know, I can't speak for you, Zara, but I know I didn't see that in any trailer beforehand. So that did come as a bit of a surprise yeah. when I watched it. And I thought it was a very impactful moment. I thought it was really well yeah. done. And I think it was shot very nicely oh, as well. It was definitely, it was shot. Um, really the film well. generally, but specifically that scene with the, yeah. the burning barn, I thought was, that, that was fantastic. It looked yeah. phenomenal. For me, yeah, the main reason it's not higher is that I do think, and this is where we disagree, because I, I know we've talked about it like briefly before, is that like I think that the ending didn't feel particularly satisfactory for me. I don't feel like I, I don't feel like the, as a character we went on enough of the enough of a journey with the old woman. I think there was like there was a lot there was a lot there. Her character was very developed in terms of like how it they left it off with the family just sort of being all happy. They quit the thing. I wasn't sure whether it felt. It didn't feel like the script had got the maximum, like the as, as emotional as yeah. it could have been. No, I, I know what you mean. I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I'd say that's a bad thing though. I, I kind of like that it's more of a small scale story. It doesn't have to be anything sort of grandiose. It's quite simplistic, mm. and it's a, yeah. it's a story of a family moving to America. But you I also know, think I, I like, that. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, though it did have a satisfying ending for me because yeah. I felt as if, like, the characters went learn a lesson like for example mm. i think the story is about all this family and their struggles and how they prioritize different things like the mum prioritizes the children and like mm. looking after them and she wants the best for them and the dad does that through working and trying to like mm. you know live that american yeah. dream but i think almost he realizes at the end like that having this farm and this like lifestyle even though he knows it'll provide for his children he actually being there for his kids and like when they had go and that um there's like there's is it the mangroves or no it's the Minari the Minari name of the film you know the name of the film yeah at the end and I remember the grandma saying like oh you know these are for rich and poor people like they're great for everyone and then Mm, then when they go and they like but does it not feel a bit like a child's tale in that sense that it's like, oh, it's just very obvious lessons. I, I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing know. and that does work yeah. sometimes. I did feel like a lot of that stuff, yeah, I do what you're seeing mm. you, they're learning a lesson, but it feels a bit like, 
Oh look! So by the end of the film, you've been taught a lesson. I know what you mean, but all the. But I don't think it's about that. It's about them learning that lesson, not us. No, but I don't think it was trying to. I don't think it's even that explicit. It's. I think it's very implicit how it is done. I don't know. I think. I think it's quite obvious by the end of the film that it's like you've had that. But there's no conversation about it. It's just suggested. Yeah, we except for when they talk. More, I guess where I was mainly talking about was when they talk about it, and he's with the wife, and then she's like, "Oh, you don't care about us. I'll leave. Whatever." Yeah. That whole thing where he then chooses that. No, I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. That's a good plot point. I just think that, like, as an mm. ending, it did feel like that it could have gone somewhere mm. more interesting for me. Or it did, and maybe that's just an issue with or how I just didn't like the film. I mean, obviously, everyone's everyone enjoys films differently. For me, it. Out of the kind of films that I like, I don't know whether the story just wasn't my... It just didn't really do it for me you in terms what? of how emotional I yeah. felt. It didn't make me feel any real emotion. There wasn't any moment. I felt I did care about the characters. I, mean, yeah, I yeah. didn't feel any... There was no moment. For my other mm. top... My, the, the, the films that were near the top of my list, all of them have had a moment in that film where I've really felt it. Really? From Minari, I didn't get that. I, Which is a shame because I, I wish I had because I think yeah. it was an amazing film. And I, the aesthetic and everything about the actual... Like the setting of the film, the story, the idea that like I don't know the whole thing about trying to buy the farm and like I found that fascinating. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I think what I was saying to you when we were watching it, there's, yeah. there's something really um, warming about watching yeah. like a oh, farm 100%. kind of thing and it's so of, like, nice. It's very dreamlike. It doesn't feel you know, especially since we live in you know London of all places. It's <laughs> yeah. like it's, <laughs> it's not exactly rural, is it? I mean, it's it's kind of. Uh, uh, yeah. the metropolis of just buildings and shit so it's nice to watch a film where it's kind of warm and yeah. just, it's, it's not restricted there's no like I don't know it's, it's just it's a nice you know, it is it's nice. a nice separate feeling it reminded me a bit of um, oh what's that film uh, the Florida is it the Florida Project yeah. it reminded me a bit in the sense that it feels very much like it's not from the kid's perspective, but in terms of like the way it's all portrayed and like the farm life and how they love it. And he's like running, he's like wants to go and run. And it doesn't matter, he's got all these medical issues, but it's not, that's not even a big focus he's yeah. doing. It really reminded me of the Florida Project. That's why you can see why. Yeah, I, I know you love that. And I love the Florida Project. And I do think that worked. And there was, the film did make me feel like, feel like very yeah. warm and fuzzy, but it wasn't like, and I felt like it, it wasn't, it wasn't shot from the kid's perspective in the same way, but in terms of the way it like portrayed that experience, I will agree. I think that worked well. Yeah. It, it sort of, it had the same response from me that I had with Nomadland almost as well, I think. And I will get on to that. Yeah. But I, I it's, it's not a bit sort of like, yeah. it's, it's, it's very natural. It's very um, optimistic. Yeah. Things go wrong, whatever, but it's, it's an optimistic kind of film. And I, and I quite like that. Yeah. Um, there's having a few, a few weird things with it. I mean, there was, Certain moments and certain characters that I was a bit like I didn't really understand their, their relevance. Yeah. As the, the really really them. religious. Guy oh, I, I knew you were going to say that because I, I was thinking, yeah. is there going to be some sort of weird underlying thing there? Like because he was I, a bit. You know what? I mad. actually felt. Fair, fair, I, I actually think I kind of liked him only in the sense that I thought it was nice that he was in the film almost as because we're as judgmental people as like people like we've got mm. stereotypes. We all thought, or when I watched, I thought, "What's he going to do? Someone's he's going to do something wrong." Yeah, well, it I was nice that, that well. it broke that stereotype. Was that he came onto the farm and actually, yeah, he was crazy. He was batshit, but he yeah. actually got on with his job, and he wasn't like I don't know. It wasn't like just because yeah. you're crazy religious, you're actually an awful person. Like, yeah. but that wasn't it. But I think that was interesting. What, I liked that. What I, I on the same note of that, what I like about it is it puts you into the sort of viewpoint and mindset of um, the family who have moved there who yeah. might be scared who might be a bit cautious around new people who yeah. might also hold those stereotypes you aren't told anything about these other characters that come into this family's life you know about the family and that's it 
know, when they when they go to the church or mm-hmm. like when when the um, when the young boy stays at the uh, other kid's yeah. house. It's like there's other elements, and I, 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 on a reflection of that, as much as I do think they were a bit outplaced for me yeah. personally, I would have liked to have known more. I also do like the fact that it does put you in the perspective of the family and not knowing much and having to yeah, stick by nice. stereotypes yeah, until really nice. proven otherwise. But it's also just like a dysfunctional family in the world. You, you know, yeah. you have the core family, but then the grandma joins and yeah. this other man joins. It's, it's just like, like complete, they're growing yeah. as, as mm. they're learning and they're being in this whole new environment. Yeah. I thought the film was, like, you guys can disagree, but I thought this film was probably, for me, the best one in terms of character and development. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think, but like... I get what you mean. I, I really... Even with the mum and the dad, I could see both of their perspectives and I could see all of their, yeah. like, struggles. Uh, yeah. And I thought, for someone watching it, that was so interesting to see yeah. because I could see, really, that they all cared so much. Yeah. And they had so much depth to them. And it, you could just really, yeah, I don't yeah. know, feel the struggle. Mm. I think that's what I really liked Funny, I like. It. I think I read, like, talk, what we're talking about before is him, this this character, the religious guy. What I actually read that as, and I thought it was quite an interesting thing, was that the idea that, like, they're, I feel like they're placed in a similar position to him, in the mm. sense that they're, I mean, you've got that scene where they go to the church, and obviously there's mm. the young boy who's quite, a bit, like, a bit racist, because it's obviously, like, yeah. it's a, I feel like, actually, the religious guy wasn't, it wasn't, I don't think it was trying to show us, I think it was actually, if anything, it was trying to show us, like, the stereotypes, as a society, they hold... And actually, they're in the same position as the well, yeah. guy in a way, and so he's, a, he's an outsider. Yeah. Like I was they're saying, outsider, the, and they've come together, putting him in the yeah. perspective of the family. Well, and like, it works the, really the, well. the more reason fears that they might have for moving yeah. into a whole new country inside the world. And he's in the same position because, the, yeah, and I love the scene yeah. where um, the young boy sees obviously the kids on the bus taking like a teasing the guy like um mm. and he just doesn't get it like it's clearly mm. he's like mm. why are you being horrible to these people like it's, yeah, clearly, yeah. it's like but he doesn't he doesn't have those same stereotypes which is really yeah. nice. I, I thought that worked really I will well. say the actor who played the little boy was yeah. brilliant. Oh, he was lived... so good. He was David, so good. was he? Uh, was something... I can't remember his name now, but he was, he was, he was a little shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was a But that's good because the... Him and the old woman were a brilliant duo. They worked brilliantly as a duo. And that whole development of their relationship, that's the sort of thing I think Sound of Metal was missing in terms of their, like, how he went from not liking her to then eventually, you well, know, yeah. mm. you know, growing to love There was her. a nice character. I, I, I it do was a think, smooth yeah, Minari did do character development, especially with him and the old woman very well. Yeah. I do think that, like, for most of the film, I think that I, I did follow him. I, I think all of them were quite well developed. From, from, like, from yeah. the beginning of the film to the end of the film, I, I agree with what you were saying, Zara. I think out of all the best picture films, I actually think the development of the characters in this film specifically, they yeah. showed more progress from the beginning to the end of the film that I feel like cuts in other films. Yeah, do. I don't know, I've got... Maybe there's... Not for me, not, Nomadland... Yeah, but I again... Think, but I think that's a different film, and I think it's a very... Yeah, it very almost has more opportunity because it's a longer film, firstly, yeah. and it's slower. Mm. But I do think, yeah, I would agree that I as a sort of story, yeah. I do actually think Minari was... That was one of its strong points, was that I do think mm. it did feel like we got to know the characters. We mm. spent a long time with the family. Yeah. And if you like character films, like I'm a massive yeah, character, character film yeah. kind of person, I think this is a really good one for that. But obviously... It's I can see where you find holes in it. Yeah, no, because it's strange because I do like I get like I feel like Nomadland is quite similar. Nomadland is definitely a sort of character film to mm-hmm. so an extent. I think I do. It's not like I disliked Minari, and maybe I think maybe because I was liking it so much throughout the film, they just it just didn't feel there was. I think that made me dislike. You it wanted more. that. I wanted more. From yeah, I wanted yeah. it to be the best film. Yeah, and it wasn't, and that was frustrating, and that's probably made me. Like yeah. And I think on the reflection of that, um, for context for uh, listeners, that me and Zara watched it 
like a decent amount of time yeah. after you watched it, Max. And you yeah. made a deal out of the fact that you didn't like the ending. <laughs> yeah. So, you so we were it. expecting there to be like someone's gonna die. It's yeah, gonna be no. horrible. It's something's gonna go horribly we like, wrong. That child's yeah. gonna like, yeah, die. Like, the grandma's gonna die. She's gonna burn herself. She's gonna be like burned to a crisp when we get back. <laughs> like the kid's gonna like fall off or get like eaten by a snake or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah, we were trying to second guess it, and then we were like, oh, actually no, it's just when it got like, to the oh. end, we were no, like, wait. But that that's even, the end. It's, it's a subtle for me. It not ending the end. Me not liking mm. the ending. It wasn't. It's not. This is not a big disaster. It's just yeah. As a, it's a subtle ending. Mm. I just wanted it to be better of course but for me maybe again I do think it's one where this is a definitely a film which is a, a really good film and opinion obviously everyone's opinion is going to be different I, can, I know someone could watch this and absolutely love it because mm. it isn't bad it isn't I can't, I'm not going to go Zara how the hell has that got to your number one spot because mm. I do think it deserves to be up on the well, upper I, I think all three of us have got solid number one picks I don't think any of us yeah. disagree that they're like really good films yeah. I think we all just have slightly different preferences when it comes to what we look for yeah. in a, like a solid film yeah, yeah. Um, to to sort of round that off then Minari um, any specific moment that really stands out that you like um, or love best moment Ooh, I think I've got got one. One of my favourite ones, I think, is the bit mm. where uh, the grandma gets the boy to run. I just thought that was so wholesome when she's like encouraging him. And like again, for me, the best thing about that film was their relationship. Mm. And for me, like that whole sequence of when she takes him out and she shows him the Minari, and it's like I don't know that, that it felt so wholesome, and it felt like it was just like I don't know. It links back to what I was saying about it feeling a bit like the Florida Project. It felt mm. so like. I don't know, nostalgic. Mm. It felt yeah. very nostalgic. It felt like you were the kid when yeah. you were growing up and you're looking back on this memory of when your parents mm. bought a farm and like I don't know that but that for me that I think was that's again, we, we, I think that's blended with the colour palette a little bit as well as it oh, felt definitely. quite not, like, not dreamlike, yeah. but it felt really it gave you a nostalgic yeah. feeling despite the fact that you've never seen the film before. Yeah. 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 So any particular Um What sticks out to me probably is that conversation between the mum and the dad after he takes his like vegetables the man oh, yeah. and then like they've taken you know the child to the hospital and it, that that whole you know how they oh, prioritizing two yeah, different yeah. things it just yeah. it's very telling of the whole message of the film mm. and then she confronts him about it and i think that's really powerful because mm. yeah. you can see both of what they're saying yeah definitely you just kind of like it's, it's just really and it's so realistic i can imagine something like that happening yeah and yeah, that's what nice like movie, films yeah. like for me is like like mm. seeing especially when it's on character to make it feel real is yeah yeah i i'd agree with you on that one that scene um like a general sort of sequence with the hospital and the, the sort of selling the vegetables and fruit mm. i thought that was that was that was well done i, I, no, really, no, I, I, I would that. agree i like the fact that he they're going to hospital and he's brought like, yeah. vegetables in the car. His son's know, literally played, dying. And he's <laughs> played slightly yeah. differently. That could have been like almost like slapstick. Yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah. it was yeah. so like you sort of feel from because you're like, I understand what you're doing. You're trying to provide, but you're, you're almost like oh, of what's important. Why yeah. are you bringing a big basket but, of fruits? And it's on the table. <laughs> But I, I liked that, even though I'm not. Again, I've forgotten my problems with the endings. I do think that was really nice. Like the mm. way the way that they mm. sort of subtly portrayed it was. It did feel a bit ridiculous, but it didn't. It wasn't. I wasn't laughing. It was just like 
Jesus Christ, yeah, you have completely yeah, yeah. lost sight of what's important. You're literally but, bringing vegetables to but sell. I don't know, has he though? Because I, 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 I think not, not, not. He's not a bad yeah. character. What I mean is, he's lost. I guess he's he's it, he it, thinks it, he's doing what's best. I think the, the best. I think the best thing about that bit is that you you can see both sides of them. Yeah, the, both of them are yeah. right for very different reasons and for very strong different reasons as well. Yeah, and it's really difficult because they, you know, obviously they both object to each other's. And it's also like but... you don't know who's which one would be the best mm. decision. For no, me, when yeah. I was watching the film, I was like, oh, well, okay, it makes sense for the dad because, you know, mm. he's, like, do, taking this risk yeah. to provide for his family. But yeah. then also, I can see the mum's perspective because she's like, we need to be with the kids and yeah. hang out with them and give them a life. But then they won't have a life if the yeah. dad doesn't have this job yeah, to get no, money. So it's just like, I can no see right it all. all. Yeah, no, it's yeah. an interesting one. I think especially with the, um, the scene where they're sort of having an argument um, outside, when after the... Dad's sold the um, the goods and they're sort of standing outside yeah. the car and having that sort of argument. A great sort of mm. um, yeah. Moment. I think that built up throughout the whole film. I, I really yeah. Her that, performance that there as well is amazing. Oh, stunning. She, yeah. she was really good actually. I think yeah. as well. I, mm. Some points like I've, so there were some moments actually where I did think oh a bit maybe a bit full on, but again also I do understand like it was felt mm. realistic. But I do think she was really good actually. Mm. I was surprised she didn't get. Any or did she, she didn't get any nominations? No, no. The um, well, yeah, the whole like uh, cast in that film was good. Yeah, like, even the like both the kids in that film like they must they're I don't know how old they are. How but... he been? He's been in a few. I, I recognise it. Wasn't he in The Walking Dead? Oh, Stephen Young. Yeah, yeah, he's in, he's Glenn in The Walking Dead. Yeah, because that was where if I recognised him, and it was surprising because he's if he's got, good in The Walking Dead. If you got far enough along, he's the one who got his head caved in by oh, really? in oh, season seven. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert, you've just ruined... Oh, sorry, I ruined something that came out in 2015, my bias. And we're ruining every film. Films that people haven't even seen, things like that, and we're ruining it yeah. for them. Yeah, but he was good, actually, very surprisingly, because I, when I first when I saw the film, I was mm. like, oh my, is that the guy from The Walking Dead? Because I haven't even watched it. I was like, I was genuinely quite like pleasantly surprised with his performance. Yeah, no, it's good to see yeah. him. It's good to see him getting recognised as well. It obviously got nominated for Best Actor. Yeah. I don't think it was. A, I don't think he ever deserved to win, especially no, in the no, run no, up this year. Not. But um, it was good that he got nominated, and I'm glad he, 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 he yeah. got that nomination. I think they would know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna they, get it. But yeah. it's but nice to get nominated. Nice to get yeah. It's nice to go and get dressed up. As yeah, well, I um, this is a solid for me compared to the other one. Compared to what we, what did we say about? Um, what was the one we said that we'd recommend to our parents? Something like Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm. Yeah, for me, this is one which I would solidly say, watch it. Like I would, gen I would genuinely, if someone asked me out of films, this would be one mm. of the ones that I'd be like, from this year, this needs to be on your watch list. Yeah, yeah. For the Oscars, like, this is in the top, the top half. Definitely. Mm. Um, to quickly, because um, we've still got um, a few more films to talk about, obviously Nomadland and The Father being the, the key ones. We one, did yeah. forget to mention Trial of Chicago 7. Did we? Have we gone over talk it? About that. We did just skip over that because I forgot We can that, do it. Because Sarah hasn't actually seen it. Yeah. But we can sort of cover that quickly. Quite briefly because really there's not too much I've got to say about um, that. The reason it's second for me is... I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I really love the um, script of it. I think it's a really well put together mm. story. I, you know, I don't like courtroom dramas at all. And yeah. this is one of the well, best I've ever seen. It was yeah. stunning. I don't. I think some of the, especially the Academy Awards, some of them misplaced. I don't think Sacha Baron Cohen. No, did, he, not, he just he played himself. No, but he was not, not with an accent. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I, I watched it with you, and I will agree. Going in courtroom dramas are mm. a lot of the time absolutely awful. In my opinion, I think they. Yeah, I, I don't enjoy bad. them as much as they probably think we do. This worked <laughs> actually really well as as that, and I think. Again, it's, it's it, uh, the reason I got it sort of five, sort of midway or sort of below, just below midway. For me, it was a solid film. It didn't do anything super interesting. As a courtroom drama, as an educational film, 
I thought it was really good. Yeah. As like an actual film mm. and like a film that I'm gonna admire for like filmmaking and like the like what goes into that for me. Oh, it didn't no, do anything special. I, I agree with you on that front. It but it was solid. It was it solid. Yeah, it wasn't one that I was looking at and going, Wow, this is beautifully shot. Because yeah. it wasn't, it was very generically shot. Yeah. But my second favourite because I just I don't know, there's something yeah. about it. I mean, I didn't know much about that. I'm glad you've stayed true to that. Because I remember you said that when you first came out, you really liked it. And yeah. You sort of, I felt like you dwindled on that. Uh, yeah, you but I don't, I don't want to be swayed yeah. by other opinions. No, no, I feel like that's I, right. yeah. I, I've had some time to think about it. It's one of the, I think it might have been the first one that we watched out of all of this, actually. Uh, I think so. No, I think oh, it was no, like Land. We might have watched yeah. first, yeah. But yeah, for me, it's, it, I was, it wasn't an era that I knew too yeah. much about. It was a very interesting story, and unlike Judas and the Black Messiah, I feel like it really managed to convey yeah. that era, especially the characters and the performances. I thought were really. Solid I think that's what made me like it less. Was that as a piece of history that I've studied? Because you knew, and about so it I know the actual characters, yeah. and I like, and I obviously know the, the stuff that it was skipping through because it is a film. At the end of the day, it's being made to be satirised and mm. enjoyed. There were some bits where I was like. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, it is obviously it is. I think it's good. It was a really nice portrayal of what actually happened, and then it obviously was historically, for the most part, like accurate mostly. But like, as as actual characters, I'm not sure some of the portrayals and some of the things that it didn't. Uh, yeah. it didn't feel like. I understand that. I think for me, what really stands out about this film, what made it slightly better, um, is that two of the um, best picture nominations this year took place at exactly the same time. Because during the uh, middle of this film, again, spoiler alert, yeah. um, during the middle of this film, it's reported that Fred Hampton was shot in his apartment, which obviously happens at the end of Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, yeah. And obviously no, that the, was... the inclusion yeah. of the, the Black Panther Party and all that sort of thing. There's, it, the fact that it overlaps, and I, I look at that and go, well, I compare Judas and the Black Messiah and Travis Chicago 7, and I go, well, Travis Chicago 7 is actually a, a really good film. And I think yeah. when I compare it to Judas and the Black Messiah, especially, I'm going... Yeah, actually, yeah. that makes Judas and the Black Messiah look worse and Trial Chicago 7 look better. Yeah, I think because they're different parts, it's hard, because I, I agree, because I almost, it's hard not to compare them when they overlap. I think it's, it's kind of difficult because they do look at very different parts. Mm. Obviously, because oh, yeah. that's it, more about... It the, says a lot for history at the time. Yeah, 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 it's like, it's interesting, actually. It's, it, was a weird, it was a weird experience watching two films so close together that mm. are so linked, in the sense that, like, you could we do saw double, their really. characters, <laughs> but the things we saw, their characters, and wasn't there an overlap in actors? No, I no, swear there, there was. Was there not an overlap in Trump? There wasn't. Um, I thought there was one of the um, Black Panthers in Trial of Chicago Seven was also in Judas and the Black Messiah as a minor character. Well, maybe, maybe there was, but I think I believe there. I think Fred Hampton was actually in Trial of Chicago Seven. I think at one point I think he was actually in yeah, the stalls, and then he obviously disappeared. Oh, he's he the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. And it was, yeah, yeah. it was a big scene. He was reportedly being shot, and I think yeah. that's again like interesting that that sort of overlaps and. I really experienced it, like seeing that. I think. I yeah, think. but I, I think generally, I think what it, it did well in. Um, I think this this script and the dialogue was brilliant. I think the performances really held that. Yeah, it didn't have any notable performances that stood out, but as sort of like an ensemble cast, I think. Yeah. Most of the actors, I think, if not all of them, did a really solid job. Um, I can't yeah. name many of the characters by name because there was quite a lot of them. Yeah, there was a lot of Chicago Seven plus yeah. the judge <laughs> yeah. and the like. Um, yeah. the lawyers as well were all, just but across the board a really good job no, it was believable and yeah it's difficult because it's not there's not too much I can say is wrong with it no. I, but, I, I but think as, not, as a courtroom not, drama and yeah. a sort of like, educational film it is good but, but in that terms just of, isn't in terms of filmmaking it's not, in yeah. terms of filmmaking it's nothing particularly special but yeah. it's probably the most 
accessible film, I'd say, for the general public. Yeah, potentially. I'd say, if this is the number yeah. one, I would recommend my parents to watch, to be honest. And yeah, probably because up there. It's probably up there in with, that category. That with, ones uh, it's probably, it's yeah. probably the easiest. I, I know that they would, and I'm not trying to say about my parents, not making yeah. difficult films, but <laughs> this is a film that I know, like, it, it would be really yeah. easy to recommend because it's, it isn't, like, it doesn't do yeah. anything overly, like, yeah. different and out there in terms of filmmaking. Yeah. But I still think it, yeah, I, I, it's up there because I sat through it and I enjoyed it, yeah, and yeah, I would happily watch it again. And it, yeah, no, I agree. I, I just, wasn't really sat through yeah, it. It's, it's an achievement. Oh, I sat through it. Yeah, <laughs> so he actually made I managed it. to make yeah, it through. Right. It was yeah. good. I think yeah, it, the, the, what the actual style of the film means that it's lower on my list because that is it's yeah. always limiting because that doesn't work or that those kind of films aren't for mm. me like what I view as like the best. But again, oh, no, no, I would definitely, definitely. So I kind of, I don't. But it, I, I don't think it's. I don't even think. I don't think it's the second best made film on the list. But it's my second best. Film, right? Which is you what this is about. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I remember so. seeing you, you both your reactions after you watched it because I was like, mm. I was yeah. in the kitchen and then you came and back good, out yeah. and you were you were both like really buzzing after. I was like, surprised yeah. because I feel like those kinds of films are, can be really bad. Like the trial dramas can be really, really like cringy and like crass and like the way they can be cut together can be feel really especially yeah. when you're doing a long period of time and you're jumping between like, mm -hmm. court cases take like time over long periods of time and the actual court cases often are really boring because it's mm -hmm. about really specific stuff so actually a lot of the time i think you get like really badly cut together like mm. like this guy but whereas with this it felt like it flowed well but yeah um i i, I totally agree it yeah. didn't win any oscars but I don't think it was. Really I don't think it was nominated for many. I think it was only nominated for adapted screenplay and not adapted screenplay. Maybe I think it was original screenplay and um, supporting actor. Yeah, I believe as well as best um, picture. Uh, yeah, best <laughs> <laughs> picture of course. Just that little one. I think it was nominated for any except for. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was because it was not like, why are we discussing it? Then? 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 But what I would like to throw in just before we do do that is because I've totally forgot to mention it and I'd be doing myself a disjustice if I didn't. Um, Minari had a brilliant soundtrack and it deserved. To oh be yes, how have so, we not talked about that? <laughs> Can I just point out that every track on Minari's soundtrack is stunning and Honestly. as good as Soul was and as good as the music in Soul was, Minari deserved yeah, to win. True. It did deserve. And to I am. I will carry that to the. That grave. was actually my favorite takeaway, <laughs> and I still find myself listening Very to relaxing. it when I'm doing like work. Oh, it's yeah. so relaxing. Yeah, and it goes back to the thing we talked about, like the nostalgic part. Yeah. it's so mm. like it fits the yeah. film. So Absolutely, well. I can't believe we forgot about this. We had so. No, I just came from home and we're talking about Trail of Chicago What's 7 and I was like, oh god. The thing is, Soul's gonna win. Like, it's Pixar, yeah. Exactly. Like, but it already won. They always, they yeah, they win, should, always they? win, like... It will. It just, it just... No, to be, to be fair to Soul, no. it, did, it did have some good... It, so it did have that. some good music. The soundtrack actually... But the film was quite nice, yeah. and the, the the soundtrack was actually yeah quite, it was quite well done as well. It was because it, it balanced between sort of synthy stuff and sort of um, jazz and soul, yeah. and, and it balanced between that really well. And I think that that 
Um, that was great, I'm but su- I think Minari. Yeah, I'm surprised that nomination is yeah. Defive Bloods. I don't know if you've seen that one. I've seen that. I, I can't remember the soundtrack being good. It was a really no. good film, right? And Mank. <laughs> Mank is a weird one because I really. I don't know whether we've just missed something in part. Can any of you remember the soundtrack? Ew, I think. Oh, you haven't even seen it. I just think. Can you remember? You just that? yawned when we yeah. mentioned yeah. Mank. So yeah. that's yeah. just going to say Mank again, otherwise I'll we'll fall asleep. Um, yeah. I Mank's just getting too much hype out of the. <laughs> Definitely it's, not like this podcast. It's yeah. Not. It's getting. Yeah, it's just, I feel like they're just. They're just seeing. Well, I don't I haven't seen it. So yeah, you haven't seen you, you, it. I just feel like they haven't seen it, <laughs> and they're just like putting it under every category. Like, Ooh, like you, yeah, let's <laughs> Like you, they haven't seen it yeah. and making judgments. Yeah, what awful people. Yeah, God, so who would ever do that? I know. <laughs> and on that lovely note, we're going to take a quick break before we come back and talk about the father and Nomadland. Controversial. It's going to be controversial. There's going to be fists thrown. <laughs> Definitely. So I need to sit between you two. Yes, you do. Yes. Welcome back to uh, the last part of Spill Your Beans. Um, we're going to be talking about the father and Nomadland. In just general conversation, um, although Max seems to think it's the final round if he wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> but, um, we will be talking about this. It's just a casual it's conversation because we all like these films. Do we? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, which one do we want to talk about first? Oh. The, <laughs> the best one? Or... <laughs> uh, no, we'll, talk, we'll talk about Nomadland first. I thought you guys were acting one. like yeah, you were the you. ones who made these films. Yeah. Like, yeah. the way you talk yeah, about yeah. them. Yeah. I don't care. Film. I like both of them. <laughs> No, I, I do like both. But they are Nomad. really good. The Nomad Land. You don't even know the name of it. The, I've got it written down. The Nomad Land, um, of course, won Best Picture. Deservingly. Leading actress. Deservingly. And directing. Deservingly. Women in. <laughs> you, you say doubt it. No, no, actually, no, because no. like, it's, it's a woman. <laughs> 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 I cannot include that. Yes, I can. Am I staying in? <laughs> no. Um, so, Nomad Land. For me. Obviously, the best picture nomination. Well, you know that. Because, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, in case they've forgotten since the last time. I think that Nomadland, like, the reason... Because I, I, when I was doing making the list, when George was asked us to do it, I went back and I watched... Because I, I wasn't going to be able to watch all the films again. I watched all of the trailers to almost like, remind rem- rem- myself oh. everything. And, like, That's more research than I did. Yeah, but I, yes. but I, because, I was, because I was just trying to remember, like, because obviously you forget bits, and then I was watching it, and I actually... The, it was the one that made me feel the most emotional... It was mm, slow paced, yeah. but for me, that slow yeah. pace paid off. Some of those moments in that film hit like so hard. Like, I mean, there's the, like the moment. One of my favorite moments was like the one with like where she's she's talking to a friend and she talks about it and she tells her she's got cancer. And obviously, it is a slow film, and the film is not. It's not got any big big plot points. It's just following someone who's traveling mm-hmm. and following that. It is quite slow paced. Yeah. But because of that, it pays off so well with those emotional moments. Yeah. And the character development, I feel like I know her. I feel like I've known her for years when the film ends. And it feels like a documentary at points. And the fact it's able to make itself feel... Hmm. The fact that actually some of the scenes feel so real that you're sat there, because we've talked about this before, so you're sat there like, are these just, is this just a documentary scene? It's what it feels well, like. I, yeah, I, I, I love that element of it. I think that's, that's, that's definitely a strong point of it. I, I, the, the sort of unique style to make it almost feel documentary-like yeah. and feel that, you know, again, I think it's an accomplishment when a film tries to be a character piece and it manages to really feel real with yeah. what it's doing. And I think that's definitely helped as well with um, a, some of the um, main cast yeah. were actual people who yeah. um, don't live in these Yeah, no, I've seen, I've seen some of the stuff on that and I, um, you can tell. 
And that was a really yeah. good decision to not have it just cast people who have no clue because you can all of the characters they do feel like they're because they're, yeah they're playing themselves yeah. which which I think lends to it and I think in this film in this scenario you can you can do that and that works and yeah. that's that's brilliant. I I think I was just completely encapsulated by everything that was going on in the film. I do think I think it is one again. The funny thing is. Even though it is my best picture number, it is one that I'd be more sceptical to recommend to certain people. Because yeah. I think it is one that requires, you have to be sort of in the right, 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 not the right place, but yeah. you have to be in the right mindset to go into the film. Because it is, it is quite slow paced. I feel, I feel like if you're in the wrong mindset, you can get lost in it a little you bit. You just get bored. Like, but I think yeah. that like, if you actually let yourself, mm. you lend yourself to just like completely diving into it and actually like watching it. Yeah. The moments, like although it can be slow at some points, the moments that like pay off they pay off so well mm. and so much yeah and her Frances McDonald's performance oh my god 100% deserving of best actress yeah 100% oh, yeah, best definitely. actress definitely she yeah she did get best actress so I was just, I was oh, no, just she, no she definitely did I just want to check who else was nominated um but she yeah. was yeah, she yeah that was that was to be expected it was a brilliant performance from her um yeah no I, I mean I don't think there's any other ones who really would have? I mean, I haven't no. seen any of the other ones. Um, yeah, Carrie Mulligan probably. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting her to get it. I mean, um, it was the obvious choice. Final but... Davis is the only other one which I could have um, said. And, I mean, yeah, you know, I know um, Maroney's Black Bottom isn't nominated for Best Picture, so yeah. we talked about it. But and I don't know if yeah. you haven't seen that. No, no, no. But I think that was a really good performance from her. So it was the only competitor, but I think it was a yeah, it was a clean sweep from um, Francis. And I think it was a hard performance because the, because yeah. of the style of the film, because it was slow paced, because of all of that. I think that actually, for instance, the moments when you see her going out in the cold and she's like she's sleeping in the the van mm. like and stuff like that. The, well, I don't know why, but the way she like, I wonder whether like, I wonder whether she actually was like out yeah. in the car. I feel like it, it felt so real. It's the bit when the bit when the guy trying to help and he got the boxes and the mm. plates fell. Oh and my you god! Feel so yes. much like, oh my god! Oh. Oh. And, it, and it and you feel it so hurts. awkward. It hurts. Yeah. It, and, and everything about it, it just feels so real. And that, because it, yeah, because yeah. it feels real. And I think that's yeah, it just that, stands that's, out. And, the, and because of that, yeah, I think it is a weirder one, but because it feels like a best picture number because it's different. Mm. It feels so mm. different. Yeah, and, it, and the emotions I felt watching that and the experience of watching that film is something that I don't think I can say I've got from any other film. And that no. is what makes a best picture number. And it was shot beautifully. And it should have oh, been. Oh, it was absolutely. Best, yeah, it was it's the best cinematography. It should yeah, have been. Yeah. I think we can all agree at the fact that Mank yeah, won Mank. that. Mank, I mean, Mank I was shot well. It was shot well. But... Nomadland was yeah, this was something else. Full use of location. Oh, the wide landscape, like landscape shots, Ooh. where and you see yeah. her van in the middle. I, I know that's the stereotypical shot where you've got the yeah. van centered, you got the that's, wide that's shot, the but it looks beautiful and like it. It just I don't know everything about that, like everything and the camera work also helped mm. add to like the intimacy because a lot of it was like handheld and stuff like that, but it didn't feel like I don't know janky documentary yeah. style. It felt so intimate. You know what I like the best of it is the like the the dialogue. There was so minimal, oh, so good. So yeah. it was like they really trusted the performance, like without dialogue. Like you can tell yeah. a story mm-hmm. with so little words and still get so much yeah. across. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the time with films. It is very he- dialogue heavy, especially with like mainstream, like you know Hollywood. Yeah, and I think that really has set it apart from a lot of things. Yeah, like it, before. it took time to show, not tell. Yeah, yeah. and I think that really stands out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it appears. You get that it, emotional absolutely. impact. 
yeah. Comet. Yeah. And I think you get, for me again, like comparing it to another one, something like Minari, yeah, you've got those nostalgic feelings, but I feel like the there are some moments in this film that do feel that you get the same nostalgia. Like the feel, the scene where they're all, like, obviously, at like the caravan park and they're, they're watching the fireworks and there's all of them. It feels so, like, I don't know, I can't, it feels so visceral and f- so real that, like, when I was watching it, it's like, I don't know, it's, it probably is, actually, I would make a bold statement, it's probably one of the films where I felt like that everything about it felt the most real. I'm not sure I've watched a film which has felt so genuine. Oh, no, same. I think I totally agree with that. It really, it puts you in it, and I feel like it's one of the most... And this might be a bit of a weird thing to say, I don't know if you'll agree with it. Yeah. It's one of the most relaxing films I've ever watched. Oh, no, it really no. put me yeah, in that no, mindset no. where it's just like, but it's so just... You're just sat there, and you're just... You feel part of it. And yeah. It's, it's almost like going... Look how just emphasizing look how beautiful like, our planet is almost as well and look how beautiful yeah. just you don't have to it's not got technology no, and all that sort of shit no, you don't have to have that you can just sit in a van and, so and not a lot of things happen it's yeah, just her yeah. in her van oh, experiencing absolutely. a harsh life and it's like it doesn't feel like it need it doesn't need anything to happen you don't need to have those because in, our, in, in general life you have moments and they are emotional you don't have to have some big thing happen to you yeah. because just like doing stuff and her like living is enough having her interact with people is enough. In real life, there are moments of silence. You know what I mean? Oh, and I, I, again, sound design was something I was going to come yeah, to as well. There, there are moments where things just don't happen. I think yeah. it, not only did it feel real, but it almost felt some scenes you're just watching like in almost real time. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so just real. You don't have to have some, like just dialogue, cut to another scene with dialogue, cut yeah. to another scene with dialogue. It's like, it just, it takes time to really just breathe. Mm. And yeah, that's no, kind of, yeah, I feel like, yeah, you have to be yeah. in a certain mindset for it, but I think it is definitely um, one of the most gorgeous oh, looking so, and yeah. feeling It does a lot, an interesting thing. I think also, films. linking back to kind of what we're saying with Sound and Metal, obviously it's not as extreme, but because of how minimalistic it is and because how slow mm. it is, I think you spend a lot of time, because obviously in a lot of films, you're sort of when you're watching with people you can't hear what's going on it's not really silent because so much stuff is happening in the film because mm. it's either like action or someone like a lot's going on because the film is so slow and you're sat in nature and it's about her like connection with nature you're sort of sat there in a kind of silence it's not a complete silence in the sense of sound mm. metal when we were watching it it was really nice you're sort of yeah, that's it's good. a really weird like almost dream like like feeling where you're all sat there everyone is sat there just watching you're all very aware of your surroundings you're very self-aware that you're watching the film mm. but like because it's like i like how minimalistic that is and i think that really worked it paid off it absolutely. only shows what's important like that's the main thing yeah yeah and like i really like the sense of like community and like this, you know, this group of people who, yeah. you know, dedicate their lives to like traveling around and mm. having that really minimalistic lifestyle. Yeah. I think the fact that there is limited dialogue and it is very like slow paced actually like mimics mm. almost the lifestyle mm. these like people are living. And it really just reinforces that sense of community. There was a, there was a brilliant, um, I'll just sort of reference something here. There's a brilliant video that I watched on uh, YouTube about the other day, which I'm going to just sort of mention because it was very unique and, and different I, I, I recommend that i well i know you'll definitely get something out of it but yeah, yeah, yeah. um you're aware of pretty much it a commentary tra- channel they did one yeah, like nomad yeah, land yeah, and the main it. guy he, yeah. he he lives in a van and he travels oh, to the country yeah. he, he, and he's basically sat in the wilderness with his van in the background and watched the film and talked about how real his experiences were and how he's sort of familiar with some of the people in this film because of not just his experiences but like even learning to live that life, you know, yeah. doing the research and stuff like he's familiar. Um, That's the guy who's the guy who's doing the big speech at the beginning, he's got a big white beard. Yes, yeah, he does like guides and stuff and helps these people get into that life if they want to do that. And he was talking about how like he's familiar with yeah. the character, whether it be in an online capacity or whether it be in real life, I wasn't sure. But 
he sort of talked about that experience and it was kind of like a Q&A video slash commentary of the film yeah well, from an actual person that's fascinating who not only is brilliant on YouTube and one of my favourite you know yeah, no, I've watched a lot of his stuff from there before but so. he alone I think it's Eric he was just to, the, the cut back to him of him sitting basically on like an upturned <laughs> bucket with his yeah. band in the background with a microphone watching brilliant. his film in the wilderness a brilliant setting to watch it yeah it's it just really you felt I don't know it, it, it taught me a lot about it as well even just watching that um, but I definitely recommend that for, for yourself but also people listening yeah. as well um I'm surprised that you placed it Fifth. so low down. Well, it's not. It's not about yeah, but it's the the the, the lap between, and it looks horrible looking at it because yeah, I'm looking at it, it and I'm so seeing, surprising. and I'm just seeing promising young woman, no man's lad. That's they like, feel that they should not For me, there's a jump. How can for me, there's for me, there's a jump, and that that's between promising young woman and no man's land. There's a jump in quality. A huge jump in quality, and I do love Nomadland, but yeah. in terms of, and I think again, if I was if I was ranking by the best made film, it would, would be would it be number one? Uh, um, yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, I, it was like, I, the I, either that or Minari. Yeah, no, the Father was a well made film, but it wasn't as no, no, no. gorgeous. And, and it, but it, the thing is, I think for Nomadland is it is a marvelous film, but it's not one that I'd rush to rewatch. Nor is it my personal. Yeah. cup of tea I don't like for example I wouldn't want to see loads of films like this I think this works yeah, no, no, as well, no, no, I would agree funnily enough actually I thought but, yeah. watching it I thought it wouldn't be one I'd want to rewatch and then I watched the trailer while making this list I was like I'm going to rewatch it I was like I really want to rewatch this but, but then, I want yeah. to see these moments again might not be it'll be interesting to see how they work the second but, time around yeah but you know maybe maybe I'll rewatch it and maybe yeah. it'll go high I reckon it probably will jump above Sound of Metal to yeah. be honest because I, I, I like Sound of Metal and I, but I think again thinking about it and talking about it yeah. in this podcast yeah. I think I've been way more critical about that and have a lot of negative things to say about that than I do about Nomadland I suppose Land. also Sound yeah. of Metal so, is probably more fresh in your mind because you see yeah. it yeah. and Nomadland nice was the first to, one yeah, that we watched nice watch yeah it was you know I, I definitely think it will jump up uh, on a rewatch yeah. but I don't think I'm, I'm not by, by fifth place it looks and sounds bad but I don't actually it's it's not a bad film yeah. it's not a film that I dislike at all but yeah. if I'm being honest and, and fair to myself it's not one that I am like totally yeah it's not a George film it's not a George <laughs> that's not that is, no, that's fair enough but there's, exactly. and that's what I mean that the father was like right up my alley which we'll yeah. talk about in a minute the that's, as well. yeah. that is the exact kind of film that I yeah. Like that I'm attached to. My, my favourite film. I mean, what? Yeah. Shining the Lighthouse, Whiplash. You know, it's like very, very similar, different yeah. to the style of Nomadland, which, you know, I want to like more than I actually did. Yeah. I loved it, but I, it wasn't for me personally. No, but that's I think enough, we like I do quite things. pacey films that look yeah. slow. Like, I like that. Yeah. I like spending yeah. time with characters. And I think, yeah, it's like, again, that does mean that it's probably one that's less accessible. hundred Probably yeah. oh, definitely, the definitely, least definitely. accessible, I'd probably say. <laughs> Except for, I think maybe it's better than, like, I think you'd find it easier to watch than Mank, from my personal opinion. Yeah, well, definitely. Well, Mank almost like, fell asleep. Yeah, so. but Mank's like, how long? Like, three hours? Yeah, Mank's pretty like, Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> You have um, an opinion on Mank, Sarah. <laughs> I'm just boring Mank because I'm watching it. I'll need to watch it. I'm going to watch it. And what if you really like it and you have to take everything you said back? Sarah, it's two hours long. You're not going to do it. The thought of that is just amazing. But compared to, compared to something like that, I do think it isn't... It <laughs> really? I mean, like, two hours of Gary Oldman and um, Amanda Seyfried in black and white. Wow. And it couldn't get yeah. any better than that. Couldn't. It really couldn't. Yeah, going back to what I was saying before, it's like, even <laughs> though Mank is slow... <laughs> we really trailed off there, didn't we? Yeah, sorry. Even though Mank is slow, mm. 
Like, even, sorry, even in Mo- Nomadland is slow. Long mm. film. We've got Monkey's even slower. Monkey's even slower. And like, <laughs> but like, as a, as a film, like, yeah, it's not one that's particularly accessible. It's not one that, it wouldn't be, probably wouldn't be one that I'd recommend to my parents unless I told them this is going to be slow. Mm. You are going to have to like, be in the right mindset. But, it's definitely the it's, most interesting, yeah. most original, and has it made me feel in a way that's different, and the, mo- the one that's made me feel the most emotional and the most emotions mm. out of all of the films, and one that I don't think in this Oscars or mm. any other Oscars I've found something that's similar to. Mm. For yeah. me, the other ones, it's, it stands out, is what I'm trying to say, I guess, and because it stands out, that's why it's my best oh, fiction on. Definitely. Yeah, um, yeah it, it's something I absolutely recommend in a heartbeat for people who haven't seen it already. I don't feel like we've spoiled anything there, so I feel no, like no, if you haven't can, seen it, watch, watch. it. No, which is nice. It's more of an experience than yeah. a film. So I, I feel like, yeah, yeah you just watch it. watching. It's very <laughs> observational. You just kind of watch someone's life That's and then nice. you get to yeah. know them. And it's it's sort of like what I really like about film is sort of like shining light onto things that yeah. aren't even like, yeah. it's just an everyday thing, but it's yeah. making, seeing the beauty in like an everyday yeah. People who live like this now. Yeah. I think that's the best yeah. way to come to it. It's an observational documentary, but yeah. it's not a documentary. Yeah. Mm. But that's what it is. It is an observational documentary. Mm. And it's nice of the like, Academy and everything to sort of, push forward films that hmm. in the past wouldn't have got that uh, praise like yeah. is now i'm seeing a lot of like change in terms of like what's actually yeah being awarded oh definitely and it's really quite minimalist it was it was like a skeleton crew obviously you got france mcdonald big yeah. actor but the rest of them are pretty much unheard of mm. for Joe's part mm. oh, there definitely. are some of them which were actors but like the fact that it's like it's interesting seeing Something that's well, like such a minimalistic budget. I, I like the fact that I haven't seen Francis McDormand in anything else before this. Yeah. That I can remember anyway, I might have done. But yeah. it was nice because I, I had I did not recognise anyone yeah. in the film, so it did feel entirely yeah. complimentary. Mm. Um but yeah, um to wrap up on that one, best moments if there's any that stick out. Because I don't know if there is one I've got one that sticks out to me. I think there's a lot of things but I think I think they're all good moments. I think the film actually has some of the best moments of or has the best moments of almost all of the nominations for me because of again because how slow it is. Mm. The, moment. But the moments that are good, they are so good because mm. they pay off. Mm. The one that I've mentioned time and time again because it is the one that made me feel the most emotional is that scene where they're sat in the caravan and the friend tells her she's got cancer, she's, she's going to give away yeah. all of her stuff, That's... and it's so so minimalistic, but it feels so emotional. Like that had yeah. me like mm. proper like that got like yeah. you know when you get the you get the sort of tingles. Mm. Like oh, yeah. that's like always a good sign, and that's always when I know like I got it with if Bill Street could talk, and I love that film. Yeah. It's like when when a film gives you though that like that moment, like mm. sometimes it can get ruined. That it wasn't ruined. It worked perfectly for me. That scene, that whole interaction of the way she said it, it felt so real. I, it was just yeah, that was definitely my favorite scene to be honest. Yeah. So yeah. um, I quite liked. Um, I mean, it's not like a particular moment in a way. It's like when she went to that man's house and he sort of like asked her to like uh, live yeah. there mm. and then she like you could see that she was sort of debating it because it's like a mm. sort of like an easier life in a way and you know you have that security mm. but you could just tell that she did not want to be there and people yeah. just don't understand why she mm. chooses this lifestyle to live by with this like you know not being safe and all of that but yeah I don't know I just thought that was really like interesting and the fact that she has that choice of having that security, but chooses not to because yeah. Yeah. she loves the life on the road and being connected to it nature. It feels so surreal. Yeah. Like that whole, yeah. I don't know why the whole sequence where she's at that house, it does feel really weird. It feels, it feels like she's really out of place. Yeah. And she doesn't, not that she doesn't want to be there, she obviously likes him, 
but you get the impression the whole time that she yeah. isn't that he really wants her to be there but it's just not gonna work yeah and not in like an obvious way but it's really awkward because you can tell she's like yeah she's like there she just doesn't feel like she's in the right place. Yeah. And you can just show the con- connection to like her community and like being yeah. a part of this group, like outside of the real world in a way. Like they they have their thing that is theirs, it's theirs, and no one else can touch it. I, th- I think what I like about that as well, I, I don't have a particularly um, favorite moment yeah. that stands out to me. I think the whole film just is as good as you know yeah. every scene's as good as each other. Really, yeah. it's a great film. All pieces. So to play on that point, I yeah. think it is. Um, it says a lot about a film that can put characters in a house yeah. and go, and that feels weird and wrong. But it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's that's, funny that that's that because it, it, it's 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 a film because also that's that's how we all live. But that yeah. feels wrong. You're watching that going, she's not. Yeah, in the right place, you start yeah. a film going, oh, you know, living in a van that must be quite. This it's a bit weird. You look at it's like, like oh, it's like, like oh my god, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then by the end, you're like. No, no, that the that's house the, is the weird yeah, one. Yeah. That's actually the the, the, uh, the worst way of it. It's her yeah. choice at the end of the day. Like she, yeah. she could decide to have a house and yeah. live there, you know, with her sister and everything. But she doesn't want that. Yeah. It's funny how it and does there's, that. There's a fantastic, there's a fantastic line in it, which is, yeah. I'm not homeless, I'm houseless. Uh, yeah. Which is, a, I love that line. <laughs> no, I really love that line because good. it is. It's so that's like, what it's true, wrong. isn't it? You know, I think, it's, it's yeah, hard. what was weird was because obviously the way you see her, she's living in really, really bloody harsh conditions. Like in the mm. winter scenes when you see her, like she's outside, the, the lady's asking, are you okay? Do you need mm. do you need someone to stay? But she's like, she stays in it. And in a way you should feel, oh my God, I feel so bad for you. You are living in these awful conditions. You're barely paying rent. Mm. Your mm. life looks up. But actually, no, the funny thing is the film does not portray it like that mm. at all. Like you, despite the fact that it is harsh, and despite the fact she's going through stuff, you can tell this is exactly where she should be. Yeah, this is her life. Mm. It's it's like she is so connected to like nature and like with this community. And yeah, they're not like oh, the, the, and then one of the coolest things about the film is that the fact that the community obviously they're not living with each other. It's not like a normal community, yeah. like a cult or anything like that, where you're living in one place. They just all travel around and they bump into each other. Yeah. And they 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 sort of, like she meets people and she sort of they bumps don't into plan them. it either. They no. like they just might see just, each other in like two years and yeah. go, oh, uh, and you then, again. And they, they, they're, but they're really close. And those it feels so lovely when she like meets up and she recognizes people and she's clearly become part of this community. Yeah. And they just bump into each other and it feels so like I don't know, it just feels uh, all of that stuff is just so wholesome. It's like a, something that you would never think like well for me anyway, I've never really like seen that sort of like lifestyle because no, as like people we're sort of like conditioned to think that we need to live this set lifestyle of you know having a house having a, yeah. a strict nine to five mm, job mm. but like she's completely going against all of that what we've been told and it's and so happy. interesting yeah. to watch that yeah you can be happy and not live a conventional lifestyle of what we've been taught we need to Absolutely. do it feels like you've learned the same lessons you would from a documentary. That's mm. what's really weird. Is it feels like you? It feels like now. I know it's a film because normally with films, when you watch them, you're like, "Well, that's been satirized," and like you watch it and you've got something from it, and you don't know. It doesn't feel exactly like this is reality. It feels exact. It feels like I've known someone who has that lifestyle. When I finished yeah. watching that film, I felt like actually I now know you kind of kind of lately, like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, I like not in the sense that I actually have done it, obviously, but in the sense that it's like I actually believe I I. For me, the filmmakers earned my belief that this is all real. Everything about this character is yeah. real. Every character is real. Everything about that world is real. And it takes a phenomenal filmmaker to be able to do that. That's a beautiful film. And best director. 
Yeah. What a bit! That is the second, only the second. <laughs> only the second. I'm going to milk the fuck out of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's doing the new Eternals. She's series. doing Eternals, which means she's she um, one of the only um, yeah. Marvel films directed by someone who's won an Academy Award for really? directing. I think. No. I she can't remember. Brilliant. I don't think Taika got it for George or Rabbit. Yeah. I, I don't think remember. he did. That's so strange, that. though. But that is, she's yeah. doing Marvel. Like, I wouldn't piece it's a stra- No Man's Land with it's a, it's Marvel. A, she's doing Eternals as well, which is a sort of, like, ancient space thing with, like... It's so yeah. different. It's, it's like, so like different. An ensemble cast of, like, superheroes. She's quite early in her career as well. Totally she? different. Yeah, you know totally what I'm different I hope she makes that like a documentary. Yeah. That would be great. How can you imagine? <laughs> I want to really believe in these characters. I think that was deserved, though. Just to sort of say, I do think she was. Like, it's brilliant that she's. Brilliant. Oh, not just because 100%. not just because it's brilliant, because it's like a big like moment, obviously, but also because it would, as we said, the performance is the best thing about the film. And yeah. The fact that she was able to like bring that together, mm-hmm. I think, is really, really impressive. Yeah. Definitely the best film. In your opinion. Mike, Mike drop. <laughs> <laughs> you've you've made a very good case, I think. Um, so finally, we're talking about the father, uh, my number one pick, and uh, it's. <laughs> I'm laughing because we've done this take about five, six times now, and it's never gone right. But we're just going to be honest, and it's this is this has gone horribly this last one. But we're going to go through it this time because <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it again. Um, this one I don't think is available anywhere. We got it through a sort of festival uh, link that we watched it yeah. through as a group. It was like we we weren't really. George found it. it you like thought really it was going to be. You yeah. thought it was going to be like a, a trailer. A preview. I thought George because it was only how much did it cost? It was like five pound, and you thought pounds. it was going to be like a trailer. I was like George because I was like <laughs> yeah. George has found a, uh, an Oscar nominated film. Streaming on like a festival Even thing, the for five on YouTube. We got everyone to sit down to watch the film, and it was like, I mean, we all sat there, we were like wondering if it is actually going to be the link to the film, or whether George has paid for some kind of trailer. But actually, it wasn't, and we got to see a short film, a really, actually, a good short. Obviously, oh, God, nothing what was to it called. Do, I wish we could. Hang on, I'm going to check this now. You, you check while I'm muffling up. It was about lockdown. It was a really good short film, and I would um, just throw that in there because it was actually quite a good mention. You can't even find Letterbox on his phone. <laughs> He's just sitting on the whole page. <laughs> what kind of film student is he? Oh my god! Right, um, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Right. Um, what was it, Max? The Forgotten Sea. Right. Brilliant. That, it was it was really good. I mean, I, again, not really going to talk about that in too much detail because we've already gone a little bit over time and we haven't even talked about the, uh, the father yet. But yeah. um, if you get the opportunity to watch that short film, definitely do it. It's good. It was good. Support short films. Yeah, no, it yeah. was really nice. It was a really cool, nice cool. short film. Yeah. Um, the father, though. What did we think about the father? Do you want me to start? Because it's my yeah, number one pick. Yeah, go for it. Your number one pick. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll start with what I thought. I mean, it was. It was a brilliant film. Like, of course, that's my number one. It's not going to be contested. No. I think we all like this film. This is a, it's, it's, it's right on my street. It's sort of weird. Um, it focuses on Anthony Hopkins, uh, a character who, I mean, an actor who I absolutely adore anyway. Um, yeah. I haven't seen him in like loads of things, but the things I have seen him in, every single thing, he is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, bar maybe the Thor films. He's a bit weird in those. But is it the Thor films? He is. He plays Odin. He just shouts. No, he does not. He's Odin. Yeah, he's Odin. I don't know why. He's got a big beard. He's like, just shouts every day. He doesn't do. He's, he's quite funny. But yeah, um, he's brilliant in this, um, playing an old man with Alzheimer's. And it, the thing I like about this film, I think, is is the way it, the sort of visuals play into that. Yeah. The way it's represented, not just point blank as a story, but the story is told from uh, Hopkins' character's um, perspective. And he has Alzheimer's, so it, it plays with that. It, you know, Olivia Coleman's character, his daughter, um, shifts actors a couple of times. That is, those, that works and so And so well. does her partner, and so does the nurse. 
and so does the room so does the, the production design and it's it's so incredibly done and I, yeah as i say production design good mention because again this is the one that should've, i wanted should have won production design production and we can design. all agree on that mank shouldn't have won anything is what we're saying on this podcast down with mank um but yeah, no, what did you guys think about The Father? I thought The Father was really... Re- and to be honest, it was it was a difficult one because it was my second place. It was a difficult juggle between The Father and Nomadland. So I'm not surprised it's your first place because I was I was very close between the two. Obviously, I, it's, right, I changed my well. mind. It, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, right, it's brilliant, brilliant, brilliantly, brilliantly put together. And like some of the moments they pay off so well. Like mm. the way it's like, it feels like everything about the film has just been, is like like works in perfect synchrony like the production design like the performances the characters as you're saying like mm. the fact that like the sets match up and clearly it's like the fact that the at the end this is a bit of a spoiler but we've done spoilers already. yeah yeah the last scene when you find uh, out, like, just, just before we do sorry just quickly because this film actually isn't out so i i would say try to like not get this spoiled before watching it. if you have seen it continue listening on obviously or if you don't care about spoilers yeah, or whatever yeah. but um this film definitely um, is lifted by that sort of element of surprise of not knowing where it's going to go. So, like, I would definitely recommend that if you haven't seen it, maybe sort of skip yeah, over no, this I bit agree, to the I end, um, just so you don't get that spoiled more so yeah, than the other yeah. films which are out on like streaming no, no, platforms. That's, and stuff. that's a good point. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, no what you But the ending bit where we sort of we should find out that you've seen these actors playing hey, the girl for the, you, you, there are multiple different characters. <clears throat> You know, not really sure which half of it's real because you've got Olivia Coleman, mm. and then you've also got well, the, who are supposedly the same person who is meant to be his daughter as well, mm. and her husband. But it's really confusing because you're not quite sure who's actually real. And one of the film thing I think is I think the film is the best the frustration you can you feel for him. Yeah, like he's trying to and he's not. He, the thing is, he's not. In the actual film, he's not completely like he's not lost it. He actually he's still interacting with, with reality. He just there's a sort of frustration because he can't really work out what's going on. And as the audience, you have no clue either. You it, don't know which reality is actually real. It almost uses, in a way, sort of sci-fi simulation tropes to really sort yeah. of showcase it, but as like a straight film about sort of Alzheimer's and all that sort of thing by changing the sets, by changing the actors. I love the fact that there are about three or four characters in this whole film. Yeah. There's about eight or nine actors. <laughs> which is pretty Which is yeah, I think that's incredible. Brilliant. And so so Zara, what do you what do you think about it? Um, I thought it was a really clever film. I think that even with the the screenplay, how it was all like written up together, like there was moments where like we'd watch a scene but then it would like repeat itself later on. Yeah. But we're like different characters but from a different perspective it was very clever. It all like flowed really nicely and they obviously had thought about it you know, to mimic what having Alzheimer's is like. I mean, I obviously don't yeah. know, but I can imagine it being so frustrating for somebody who does have it because you have all these pieces yeah. of information, but you don't know how to make sense of that yeah. information. And it just shows in a really yeah. creative way. Because I think a lot in films it, with Alzheimer's and stuff, like it, it, it shows people not, you, you're on the side of understanding what the situation yeah. is, mm. but you never actually get to experience it from the person who has it and the see actually yeah, what yeah, it's like. Yeah, I, think, point, I think we've all sort of known someone maybe who we've seen act like Anthony uh, Hopkins yeah. in this film, 
but we've never understood why and I like the idea yeah. that we are seeing this from his perspective and I've never seen something done like that um, it's the frustration it, it, you feel so helpless mm. and you feel like he's on the ride he has no control of where he's going because he doesn't know what what's actually going on and like there's that um, one of my favourite scenes was the dinner scene you know the dinner scene where he, he goes in and we see it play out in a few different times we see yeah we see it almost playing out twice yeah. don't we because it like, sort of ends, it sort of ends how it begins and it sort of it shows that sort of level of confusion yeah um, yeah no I, I that's that's particularly brilliant um, it was a film that was uh, written and directed by Florian Zeller who also um, wrote and directed the original play. Yeah. It was a French play, which has been adapted in America and the UK, all over the world. Yeah. Very, very popular uh, play. Yeah. It's been adapted, and it actually won Best Adapted Screenplay, which I'm not surprised because it was very, very well put together. It's interesting he was able to invert it to a film so well, is that I feel like when you're changing mediums so much, mm. if anything, if I'd heard on paper he's doing it, I would have been worried that he'd be trying to hold on to too much of what made it so special mm. as a play. Mm. Actually, if anything, I think he's done an amazing job of maintaining some of that stuff. Nice. I'd like to see the play, to be it, honest. I'd yeah, like to see same, how it translates. I mean, it, it definitely it feels mm. like an adaptive play. I will say that because of the... But I think it, it has its own... It sort of what it does is when it sort of takes advantage. It's not just a straight adaptation. It takes advantage of the medium of film and it uses yeah. that. Um, as you said, with the production design. I was going um, yeah with the sets and the way they sort of make all the different rooms. It, yeah. So not, again, trying not to spoil much, but again, if yeah. you're listening to this, then you've probably already been spoiled most of it. Um, obviously it takes place, some of it in his flat, some of it in uh, Olivia Coleman's flat, some of it in the hospital yeah. um, home. And um, all the corridor shots look exactly the same. But I think, because they've designed yeah, everything yeah. to look exactly, and that, that really plays into that feeling of just general confusion and disorientation. And I think that is, um, that's a, certainly a, a big part of the film. What I will say though, yeah. is in the trailer, that does ruin it a little bit. When you see that, yeah. And have you seen the trailer for it? Yeah, yeah no, I've seen you. There's a shot where it sort of cuts from one yeah, to, yeah. it's like, I wish you wouldn't do it, because that, that's sort of yeah. like, almost a weird, weird way in the trailer, like a horror troll. Yeah, it's yeah. a strange one. very jarring, but it's like, yeah. why do you do that in the trailer? Just don't say that in the trailer, just show yeah. it in the film and let it be a subtle thing that people can notice. You don't have to sort of go, you don't have to show it in their face. It's amazing. When you've got those shots, you want to use them to promote it. What's interesting, I was going to say, is actually, I think what the way it's shot is partly what lends itself to being feel a bit like you can tell it's been adapted from a, a play. Mm. And I think it's the still exact framing where it almost feels like there's a, a, a wall missing, especially on those mm. corridor shots. Mm. It feels like mm. you're watching it and there's a sort of wall that's not there, which yeah. is like an inter it's interesting because it's like, obviously, that's like maybe that's intentional, maybe that's just me interpreting it that way, but it feels like it adds the idea that you're like, you're watching these are sets. None of these are real because they're all yeah. switching between you, don't really watch the reality. Though. I think. I've, there's so many times where they like play off the confusion by doing like camera tricks of like mm. you know the camera changing someone yeah. walking in and they're a different person I can't I can't imagine what it would be like as a play because I think the whole like uh, the confusion and like the showing of like being yeah. outside like having Alzheimer's like actually comes from all these like camera techniques well, maybe it does work yeah. better as a film again I'd have to see the play yeah I'd be interested judgment, but yeah, I would I'd definitely be interested yeah. um, how they do the sets oh, that's one of the yeah, I was thinking well, I, was thinking, yeah. I imagine I assume they have them it. changing it that would be sick but I'm yeah but obviously that's not the point but that was definitely something we'll have to look at because I'd yeah, really definitely, want to see definitely. if it's ever going around after COVID I'd definitely yeah, be happy no. to go and see it um, yeah no I'm trying to think what else I want to say about the film um because there was something I've just forgotten it. <laughs> I thought the um, the main cast were brilliant. Yeah. I know obviously Anthony Hopkins 
um, won Best Actor with a bit of a splash um, of publicity. Deservingly. I think, yeah, and obviously, like, and I've seen Maureen's Black Bottom, and I think Chadwick Boseman's yeah. performance was incredible, but I have to say that Hopkins' performance was, was stellar and absolutely deserving of this award. It's such a shame that the way that the situation was handled with Chadwick Oh, Boseman, absolutely. It was, it was obviously distracting the NFTs thing. I mean, I wasn't watching yeah, I didn't yeah. actually, George stayed up and watched him. I, I didn't yeah, see it. It's, it's horrible. A, it's a shame, because I feel like it's actually, if, in a way, it's kind of taken away from actually what it was about, which was the best, best um, actor of yeah. what goes out of the Hopkins. It wasn't like the fact that yeah. they, they could have been respectful to Chadwick Boseman while still presenting that voice because they've messed I'm up. A bit annoyed as well that they, they refused to let um, 83-year-old Anthony Hopkins not even... Oh, that is ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous, in. honestly. They just cut to credits yeah. instead of letting him... Oh, they, well, they, they refused. They refused. Well, he couldn't go to the hubs. He's, he literally is we're in a pandemic. They want him to he's on go, holiday. He either go to Los Angeles or Dublin and he lives in Wales and he's 83 in a pandemic. And I thought yeah. this is mental. But yeah, no. Um... It's ridiculous. Definitely, definitely deserving of it. Um, and apparently, um, they wouldn't even let uh, what's her face collect it for him, would she? Oh, uh, Olivia Coleman. I think it. there was a, there was a there was a thing about that. Yeah, but I think it was just yeah. I don't know. There's there's a lots of rumours flying around about yeah. that. But it makes me glad that we recorded this after the Oscars and not yeah. before it, because then we could have at least we could talk about these things. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no. In, in regards to the the film itself, I think the way it's put together, I think I like the way it's um, it almost a lot of it. I know there's definitely. Like quite significant cuts to it, but I like how a lot of the film just sort yeah. of flows and continues almost in yeah. real time, like a play almost. Yeah. Um, there's obviously like a scene where he goes to the doctors and, and talks to them, so that is the only bit that kind of cuts out of it. But apart from that, especially yeah. in the last sort of half an hour of the film, where he's walking around his flat and the actors are changing in real time, so and you're following yeah. Hopkins, and then even to the point where he's in this home. I think that is so. Imp- that is actually the fact so that obviously they they are different sets. They're having to match up these camera movements, mm. but you would not know if you didn't if you if they if the actors were the same on those sets and maybe like you look the same, you wouldn't actually know there were complete spatial like yeah. movements. The fact that it cuts together so well mm. works, and it makes you again it makes you feel like you've got no grip on what is reality. Yeah. Right? Like you're guess you're second guessing yourself because to begin with, obviously there's this whole there's this whole scene and this whole like thing that it starts off. He thinks Olivia Coleman's left her boyfriend, or she's still with him. Yeah. And there's like two different sides to the story. It's like, it begins being subtle. And it's funny because it gets. It's not his his outcomes obviously doesn't get worse yeah. and worse, but the way it sort of affects him seems to. Because to begin with, yeah. it's a subtle thing. Oh, I thought you. I thought your boyfriend's gone, and then you find out she hasn't, and it's that yeah. it sort of gets worse and worse and worse. But you feel mm. so so like frustrated by the fact you don't know what is yeah. actually going on. It's the thing of being able to, and I love the element that's included about being able to recall events that happened years ago, but maybe not yesterday or this morning. Yeah, the, the general. I mean, watching the film is confusing. It's a confusing film, but that is the point, and I like that. I like what they did with that, and I, I think again the the connection with um, the daughter who's. Uh, dead yeah um, and he keeps referencing like, oh, when, when is she going to visit and yeah. the inclusion as well there's a very brief shot where it shows a photo of um, the the younger daughter and Olivia Coleman and um, Anthony Hopkins yeah. and the person who plays um, the dead daughter also plays the, the character of someone who he thinks looks like yeah. his daughter which I think is brilliant because obviously like we know the character doesn't look as like what we see yeah. but we are cause, because we're seeing through the eyes of um, you know the father. We're we're, yeah. we're seeing him looking. Well, yeah, you, you look like my daughter. Yeah, and obviously Olivia Coleman's confusion. But then later on, we see it's the same actress. I thought that's a really clever, yeah. tiny yeah. thing. Which no, is, is interesting. I think the um, film's also really good at like 
not being predictable. Like in the first time when we, you know, uh, the woman walks in and she's no longer Olivia Coleman and she's mm. like his daughter. We're yeah, all very yeah, confused. Yeah. But you kind of, I thought they were going to continue to do the switching of Olivia Coleman to her. Yeah. But then there's like another, like her husband changes. Oh, mm. now she doesn't have a husband. Yeah, now we're going to repeat the scene again. Yeah, like yeah. they they try like loads of different techniques. Like it's not just like switching the characters in and out. Like the yeah, scenes, no, like no. replaying sets. Yeah. Like and it's not. It doesn't feel. It's like not predictable. It's a bit like what you're saying. The issue with the trailer is where it shows you. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I don't want to know that. You don't want to. You don't want to see it cutting like. Dun, it dun. flows seamlessly, so I don't want to see an obvious it's cut where you can see the two different trailer. sets. It's a shame they chose that. Yeah. I know it, look, it visually does probably look nice. I can imagine like that. But yeah, like, yeah. It is a shame. I, I think as well that a great element was a, a small scene in it where. Um, Olivia Coleman's partner like hits um, Popkin's yeah. character mm-hmm. and I love the fact that that scene plays all, in its almost entirety without him hitting yeah. him first about half an hour in the film and the whole scene plays again with a different actor mm. yeah. at the end of the film with the hitting yeah. and it's like again just it, the, the sort of repetition of a scene but then adding more context to it and, and why he might not like that person or that yeah. sort of thing the stuff with the missing watch I thought was really interesting. Mm. I thought, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, generally, to wrap it up, um, do we have a favourite moment from The Father? Ooh. It's a difficult one because I think there's a, the film has quite a lot yeah. of really, really impactful moments for me. For me, I, I mean, I'm going to get, this is probably going to be the popular one, but the final scene, I think, I is, yeah. yeah, it's it's a phenomenally, it, it's, it's what really solidified I the, um, my mummy, I think. Yeah, what, when he starts, um, Hopkins starts crying and asking for his mum. That is such a good performance. So real oh as well. Again, like it felt like you know, I've, I felt like you know, as someone who's had elderly people in my family, like, I, I've I've known people like that. Yeah, I've seen people like that, and it's horrible, but also a part of life. And I think it's it's yeah. incredible to see Hopkins really just put his all into the performance. You know, as he always does, but. I think that's partly what made it him such a sort of obvious nomination for the best actor that you're ending on that yeah. such a fucking like so the, the performance is so 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 yeah it's so strong mm. and seeing someone who's obviously like they want to be independent the whole film he wants to be independent he wants to be, he doesn't need people and then seeing him return to like an almost childlike state is really really like mm. impressive that Hopkins managed to actually play that off in a way that doesn't mm. feel and again saying the fact that he's saying stuff like I want my mummy that's it that's almost a weird line it's a strange thing to say because you wouldn't you wouldn't expect an older person to say the fact that he plays it off and it isn't mm. weird it doesn't make you laugh you're like oh my god it hits you yeah. and it feels so and I feel like they, a different actor could have made that scene so cringy and it could have felt so off and wrong and not normal uh, yeah but it takes a, it takes an actor like Hopkins to be able to pull that off mm, definitely I'm trying to think of favourite scene from it. I think it's a it's a really difficult one. I think mm. to be honest, it's it's a difficult one because scenes because a lot of them are the repeated ones. Those are some mm. of my favourite ones. I think the uh, the hitting one that's probably actually one of my favourite scenes. I mean, only because I felt that encapsulates a lot of how how like how a film deals with stuff in such an interesting yeah, way. Yeah. It's not a scene. It's both those scenes at separate points in the film mm. but the way the fact they are at completely different spatial points of the film they're completely different times mm. but like the way they play together is so interesting definitely so. um for me i would say like uh the scene where olivia coleman's like uh, well anthony hopkins character's like having a go at her almost and then she starts to mm. cry because um, yeah. he starts off like in a really like happy like jolly sort of state and being all funny but then it slowly becomes more sour and he sort of like 
yeah. starts to like rip her down a bit and like mm. oh like sort of comparing her to her sister being like oh you're not the you're like sort of I don't know, I, you know not, not my favourite yeah, yeah basically and I can really see that like I can see that people who have got Alzheimer's can be quite mean and cruel yeah. and those effects that have on other people mm. and you can well, really true. see that she is trying Absolutely. but she can't, you can't you can't be angry with him because he has this like problem but mm. then equally you could see how much it's affecting her I thought her performance yeah. in that scene was really oh, yeah. great it does a really good job of drawing the line between because obviously yeah as you say like everyone I don't know people who have like Alzheimer's or most people with Alzheimer's often it can cause them to become quite short obviously clearly through frustration but it, can, it did a really interesting like job of like a really good job of portraying like you obviously he can at points be really horrible mm. and really 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 like quick to snap because you're seeing his perspective you completely buy it mm. you don't feel like he's a bad character or a bad person yeah but you're completely under, of course in those kind of situations that frustration plays and we said it before the frustration mm. the audience the fact the audience can feel it so much that you actually there is a sympathy there even though he, even though he is at points as being a complete arsehole the sympathy you completely feel the sympathy of course i think that's because the film's so good at making you feel the frustration he feels what he's going through and he's sort of like he's a he's a passenger on life he's not really he's got no control he's just a passenger and I think that works perfectly yeah I, I think it's yeah it's a brilliant film hence why it's my number one it's um, a shame it's not my number one I, but I, I no, it's but not one understandably because it yeah. it's personal preference and that for I like me that is more up my yeah. street than um, some of the other ones on this list um, yeah. before we do finish because we have gone Horrifically yeah, over time. At the time over yeah, we, we, this is definitely over two hours at this point in terms of the recording. Um, so, to wrap it up, um, yes, I was thinking, could we name a top three that we would recommend people watch that you'd want people to watch, with your own reasons if you want? Is it individually, are we doing this as as us three? Are we coming to a conclusion as a group, or are we? I mean, yeah, or, or yeah. we can do it individually. Yeah. It's up to you. I don't mind. We'd recommend someone. I'd say we should do it as a group because I feel like they're not yeah. going to watch individually our three. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to each choose one then? Okay, yeah. That's Are we just all going to choose our okay. best picture noms, Jack? Well, no. Well, no, because but I don't think it's, it's not one. Yeah. Yes. What, but either accessibility or one that you think people might not choose to watch by themselves. Ones that people yeah. might want to be told that it, this is a good film, watch it. Yeah, let's do this. Um, yeah. So, do you want me to start? Yeah, I, start? I mean, I'll, I'll start with The Father. I think yeah. it's one that people won't see yeah. instantly. I think especially now that, you know, it's coming out after the Oscars, despite the fact that it's won uh, two Oscars, I, I don't think many people will want to see yeah. it or will see it. It's quite an obscure one, even if it's not the most... Trying to find the least it difficult enough. Yeah. yeah uh, but if you do get a chance, yeah. do do watch The Father. Um, that's my um, one mm. I'm going to put forward. This is difficult. I think we are. I think we are. I hate to say it. I hate to see, but I think genuinely, even though it is a difficult watch, purely because it's so different to anything I've seen before, I still think Nomadland. Yeah. I know we're just doing our best picture noms. It's a shame, but but I do think that. I mean, you just named two of the the five I've watched. Yeah. The other two are done. Um. To be honest, I don't know. I think. She was in the black Messiah? Yeah. Yeah. I had an interesting one. Was... Throw it one in. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the other two are Sound of Metal, or Judas and the Black Messiah, or Minari, so I think I have to go for Minari. Yeah, basically. I mean, all that does sum it up, because then yeah. you watch those three, and just... I think you've watched. Like, these films are all brilliant, to be honest. And all I think they're all, like, 
different to mm. what we've seen before. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, they maybe, I don't know, have don't really watch this, they watch sort of a lot of mainstream films and might haven't really seen a film mm. sort of like this. Yeah, and they're all three of them are different. If you think Father, Nomadland, Minari, if you place them next to each other, they are completely different. Very yeah. different, but all ones that I think won't, that people won't sort of instantly flock to, I think are yeah. the ones, the easiest ones to watch. Charles Chicago yeah. 7, it's on Netflix, Sound of Metal, it's on Amazon. You know, yeah. it's like promising young woman. It looks quite yeah, like quirky and out those. there. And yeah. but these three, you know, in my opinion, Mank is quite an yeah. obscure one, but I wouldn't recommend watching that one. So, so who, wait, who directed Mank again? Yeah, uh, David Fincher. Fincher. Yeah, so I feel yeah, like it already have Fincher. an audience because Fincher is quite. I always, yeah, I always yeah. mix them up. It's either it's either Lynch, Fincher, or yeah. Lyncher or Finch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just you don't even have to include this. But have you heard about the thing with another round that they're. Another round's of another round's obviously. Oh yeah, just to end this. Yeah, that is ridiculous. The, the thing that they're gonna they're gonna remake the film. Uh, you can't apparently you can't watch it with subtitles. Like, that's too difficult. So they're gonna remake the film. They're gonna get rid of uh, the main actor who can speak English, yeah, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and it's weird, but but it's. I'm replacing with no. I think it's actually been. Oh, it's confirmed. Oh, I, I believe it's been commissioned, and they're eyeing Leonardo DiCaprio to star in the main role. This is uh, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. It's com- I again. It goes it. back to and it, and a nice note to end on. It goes back to what was it Bong Joon Ho was saying last year when he won yeah. um, many of his Oscars for Parasite. Yeah. I said, if you can like get over the one inch tall barrier of. Um, subtitles and you'll open yourself up to lots of new and wonderful films and that is so true the fact that you can't even if they're going to remake it at least use the actual actor yeah. who's done it amazingly and I think on that but that's a good note that's, that's, that's a good note to end on um, watch films they're watch good films. they are good <laughs> sometimes um, except for Mag except for Mag films are good thanks for shit but yes thank you so much for listening to this quite long uh, podcast talking about the best picture nominations um, feel free to look at us on Twitter at Spill Your Beans and tell us what you think about the ones that you've seen Max has got a letterbox what's that? It's just Decimus One. So if you want to see his opinions on films, that's mine. That's you mine. Go. That's yours. And mine is uh, Ace Creeper, obviously. So go and check that out on there. Um, that's where you find the correct reviews for films. So if you want to know how good Ace a film Creeper. actually is, yeah, on, on mine. No, not on his. Not on his. <laughs> he put Nomadland anyway. Land as fifth. So. Thank you so much for uh, listening to this podcast. Um, have a lovely day. See you all later. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye bye. Goodbye.